And if I give them, and then another bustle in a pound of peanut pan. <laughs> did you say pound the Peter Pan? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of pounding Peter Pan, do you see Pamela, he... <laughs> I want a sandwich. I want some white bread and some brown Peter Pan butter up on my sandwich. <laughs> With a little bit of jelly, that's a choking slide now. Eat the peanut butter <laughs> jelly sandwich with a glass of cold milk. It's the tastiest treat. You can eat it with me. Just get your PB&J with me. You are now listening to Nerd Rage Radio with Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only and may not fit with your sensitive sensibilities. You may be a victim of meaningless outrage or you may, in fact, be a big ninny pants. If this is the case, please feel free to turn it off now. This is no country for ninny ninny pants. So crack open the mountain dew. Make sure the cheese bowls are super fresh, bring your mother's basement. It's Nerd Rage Radio. Episode 51 of Nerd Rage Radio with your host Adam Russman and Bobby Skullface. Dude, I am full of rage and shit hate right now. Are you? A little bit. A little bit. Sorry to hear that. Well, all right. So um, we're recording this a little later than normal. Yes. Um, you guys but we had something to tide them over. Yes. Yes. I mean, they, more than enough. They, you I know. think so. So you're a little low on my headset as well. I think it's because whenever you play something loud, your mic takes about like 15 seconds to catch up. Like, oh, it's oh. not loud anymore. It'll work itself out. Um, so uh, we had uh, some some family events that made us come down to visit my wife's family. So we're in North Carolina. We did that the last two days, and then today my wife was like, "Well, I'm gonna go to the beach," and I hate the beach. I do too. I fucking hate a beach. I hate beach chairs. I hate beach umbrellas. I fucking hate beach balls because they got the word beach in front of them. I hate whales when they beach themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate that handsome-ass David Hasselhoff from working that beach. So, I hate the beach boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I fucking hate, hate sand. I do so, um, it gets everywhere. I know, I know. So so true. Only, <laughs> only bit of truth that he did. Best acting that man ever did. Um, so, so my wife, you know, here's the thing, man. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not a hard person to get along with per se. You know, I can usually go for the flow yes. of things. Well, you yes, yeah, I, yes, I, I, yes. I do have my, I do have my things that like, you know, I'm like, nope, not, I'm not having any part of it. Right. But I always make an effort to try to do better. And my wife wanted to go to the beach so I went to the beach and I was like, "All right, can we go for can we go for like two hours?" And um, about 
it, we got there late, and I was trying to coordinate getting back here to record too. And we get there, and like the, the first thing that happens, like a water bottle falls, sand all over the mouthpiece. You know what I mean? Like, God damn it! You know, my 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 youngest comes in there, just just kicking sand all over the blanket, and it just it just went downhill from there. You know what I mean? Right. So went in there, got my got my foot wet. I just won. So I'm keeping one on land. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm back. So I don't know, man. And then I got a I got a, another funeral to go to on Monday, um, so that's gonna cause some schedule changes at work, and that's gonna be a big pain in the ass. So my nerd week has been kind of bleh, um, for the most part. I did do some things and do some other things, but I'm too I'm too rageful right now <laughs> to recall what they were. Uh, I probably made a note or something. Um, how about you? Um, mine has been fair. I read, uh, I did read that Justice League, the first part of Dark Side War, couldn't hold myself back anymore. Really? It's really good. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah really I, I've, good. I've read that one already. Oh, okay. Yeah, with yeah, Dark daughter and everything. Yeah, and it's where, yeah. They fix, it's where they fix Wonder Woman's origins. Yes. And yeah, like, it's really, 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 it's well done, like, so far. And then, like, when Batman gets on the chair. Yes. Like, it's just like, it's such a fuck yeah moment, you know? Yep. Yep. Fuck Yeah. <laughs> um, I watched, uh, I watched a bunch of movies. I watched, um, Lone Survivor. Okay. I, is, really? that, is that the one with Mark, Mark Wahlberg? Yes. Yes, I've seen it. Dude, really good. <sighs> it's fine. Oh, you didn't like it? <laughs> like, it was good, but, like, the, the, the falling down the mountain, like, 13 times, with, uh-huh. between, like, 30 minutes of film. I, just too much for me. It was just too much. Like, okay, they're they're falling down the mountain again. Here we go. Falling down the mountain scene, number five, take three. It just it just got old. I just I don't know what it was about that. Too uh, much. I don't know, man. I, I was like I was on the edge of my seat with that one. Really? I do think I haven't read the book, um, but I I do think that they like when that that Afghanistan village like went to war for them. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was in the book. Oh, I don't know. I think that they just took them in. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the whole, like, you know, at war scene at the end is just total added. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, it makes sense. It makes sense, actually, for a couple of reasons. But it's, it makes political sense, too. Yep. Yep. But, uh, but yeah, I was like, you know, I was, it's just, dude, sometimes I'm just amazed at what, what humans can do. Yeah. I mean, it was, and, there's interesting sure. aspects of that. I mean, it's not like it was, it wasn't a bad movie. It was fine. There's just okay. some aspects of it. I'm just like, oh, here we go. I'm all about them shits, man. Bring on the, the new modern war movies. Like, I'm like anything. It's just such a breath of fresh air compared to World War II movies that I'm just completely over. Oh, and Dirkwood or whatever it is, it is a World War II movie. It's not a World War One movie. The new um, Nolan film. Oh, God, I knew it. Kirkwood or Dirk Kirk or Kirkwood, whatever the hell it is. I don't know. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Um, let's see what else. I saw I, I saw the Brother Grimsby, but we talked about that a bit already. Oh, yeah. I definitely recommend the elephant vagina scene. Mm. Can't recommend it enough, actually. Uh, I saw, Is it too much for me? Should I partake? It's too much for you, but I at mean, the same time, it's like, I don't know if you've lived a full existence <laughs> if you haven't seen it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like I'm not sure if you carpe diem if you haven't seen that scene. 
Like uh, it's is there's there's an element of that that's cinematic history. I haven't figured out what element of that is, yeah. but I just I, I don't know if there's any if there's anything beyond that. Hmm. Um, it's amazing yeah. in its own right. Uh, let's see what else. I, I I think I saw something else. Um, I watched a documentary called Dear Zachary. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? No. Uh, it's pretty fucked up, man. It's a pretty tragic story. It's on Netflix streaming. If anybody wants to watch it, it it, it makes you pretty angry at the at the the system, as it were. Um, what is the premise? Uh, premise is uh, this guy is dating this woman, breaks up with her. The woman kills her, flees to Canada. They start the process to have her extradited back to America. It gets postponed and postponed. Turns out she's four months pregnant with his baby. Uh, the dead person's parents step in to try to get custody of the baby, and it's just like the the, the drawn out legal scene with a couple like shocking twists throughout. It's just it's really interesting. Wow. And the the guy that made it is like the guy who was killed's best friend. So like, it, like, and they were really close. So it's it like if if you died, well, I'm gonna say if I died, if I died, you like went around and followed like my journey of life and like interviewed anybody that was ever close to me at any point. Uh huh. Um, to kind of talk about Jesus Christ, Mickey is blowing up my shit. Yeah, yeah, Fuck. he's all he's all bent out of shape. Why? Um, it's a there's like a there's a there's a guy. It's a long story, but there's a there. It's it's I don't want to get into how it. How do I how do I mute how do I mute this conversation? <laughs> um, if 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 you see the reply come down, if you like drag it down at the top of your screen, yeah, and then you can hit mute. It's like either reply or mute. Ugh. Um. So anyway, uh, let's see what else. I, I watched this. Did you watch this Pokemon video I put up in, in the notes? The, the one with the, the adults? Yeah, where it's like the two, like it's like the, the black guy and the white chick, they saw a bit butthurt because the black guy doesn't really respect Pokemon. No, I didn't see this one. Dude, it's so funny. It's I, so I saw funny. the one where the guy was standing next to him and he put, he like put the guy in, in the Pokemon and the guy was all busted up oh. and broken. Let me let me play it real quick because the guy the, the lady gets all mad because the guy doesn't call them by their real Pokemon names. Hold on one second. It's worth playing. Hold on. Okay. Uh, let's see here. that other video with, with the guy he's got some kind of app that allows you to like find out like who these people are that you're playing with online mm-hmm. did you see this and he's like playing call of duty oh yeah that was savage as shit man and he's doing these like these this like african boys he's like gonna put a curse on him and Dude, he's you like should, you should do it should yeah right. well hold on. i'm just gonna play a little bit of it <laughs> just do it yourself ad lib it <laughs> oh man Can't hear huh? it, dude. Oh, uh, but it, it's great. And he's like, he's like, I'm going to put a voodoo curse on you. And then like, 
this this one is this one kid is uh, like talking shit, and he's like, "Hey, my friend, have you ever heard of voodoo?" And he's like, "You mean like magic?" Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I've heard of it. Good. <laughs> and then he's like, uh, and he, t- he says the guy's name. You live in Florida. Like, yeah, oh, like names the city. Yeah, and, and, and he's, he's like. like He's, He's like, like you I, I will give you. I will give you one more chance, brother, to to apologize. He's like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let's play the game. <laughs> That's the best part. That's it's the best so part. Good. It's so good. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. and then I'm trying to think if I did anything else or saw anything else. If if I do, I'll try to mention it during the show. But uh, yeah, it's it's been a pretty good week. I got a lot of little trinkets and toys. I went to NJCC. Yeah, man. Um, I just got to see Tyler from uh, Toy Detox and the Realm of Collector Boys and, and all that stuff. And they showed me a lot of love and they were all good. Like, nice. uh, good times, good friends, all that kind yeah, of shit. T- Tyler was uh, talking mad trash on me, FYI. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It happens. It happens. It's been, it's been a week. I did uh, I did get some new 40K stuff that I recall. I got the new Death Watch Codex. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Angels of Death. Mm-hmm. Kidding. Kidding. <laughs> just, de- just Death Watch. Okay. You know? Guardians of the Galaxy, joking again, <laughs> um, and of course I got like all the all the cards and the di- some new dice and uh, new, two new box sets as a new kit. I'll tell you, man, I, I almost want to have a a forty k conversation about how gangster Games Workshop marketing is, because they they basically they take one sprue of extra bits and they made one new like kit, uh-huh. but they basically made a new army with that kit. That one, that one production. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because the whole concept of, of Death Watch Space Marines is that they take uh, Space Marines from other chapters. Like you send your best alien hunters, and so basically, you can use whatever armor you want from your other chapters, like kits that are already out there, and you just put on the special shoulder pad on the left side, and that identifies that they're part of the Death Watch. Hmm. And it, you know the armor's black uh, with a silver, and the left arm is silver with a silver shoulder pad. Um. But it's fucking brilliant because here they are selling a $50 book, $15 cards to go with that book. There's a new box set that only has really seven new guys in it, and it's a $150 box set. You know what I mean? You get a mini rule book and stuff like that. So, it, But it's like, a, it's like a proper, you know, I think it's Harlequin, Eldar Harlequin, and the Death Watch guys. Um but it, it's it is marketing genius those guys. I mean, because those those sprues are very expensive to make, so that you really have to get a big bang for your buck. So this is the only like this box is the only way you can get these models to start off with. You know what I mean? And then they're gonna re they're gonna release new new kits. But basically, it's just the old kits that they're just repackaging. They got lying around with a new box art, and, and it's one small, you know, four inch by three inch sprue or shoulder pads, and they're good. It's fucking brilliant. You know? Interesting. It is, and I'm all in. <laughs> I'm no doubt in my mind. So I've been I've been going back and forth on this Hot Toys. Do you see the Hot Toys BVS uh, Batman? Uh, I think so. Final images just came out. Just take take a take a chance. Take a chance. Take a look real quick. All right, where um, are you sending it? I don't. I just just Google it. It's easy to Google it. It's there. It's on the interwebs. Um, but he looks he looks pretty badass, man. His neck's a little thick. Good. That's how it should be. I'm not gonna lie. It should be. Movie accurate. Um, but uh yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I might have to do this. I might have to be all in. 
Oh, you know what we never talked about from Suicide Squad? The Joker in the Batman costume. Yeah. Never happened. Nope. Never happened. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I just can't with this, man. Too much for you? Is it too too raff? Too raff. I mean, because this one's not really close, you know? Yeah, it is. And look how, well, yeah, I, I hear you, but like, look, look at that, like, four, like, underneath the shoulder where the chest and shoulder meet, mm-hmm. like that little bunching up of material and but that's, stuff. But like, that's how the costume looks. Uh, yeah. It's more, it's tighter than that. Just like down around the elbow. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Just can't. I can't. I, I, I just, it turns me off. I don't know why. It just turns me off. Um, Even the Michael Keaton one looks really good. Looks really good, man. Hey, if you're in, I might have to. I might have to be in, dude. Go for it. I have to be in. I don't know. I, I, it's it's one of those things where like I kind of want to hold it in my hand, so to speak, mm. before I make that purchase. Talk to me. It's just I don't know, man, because it's like like in my mind's eye, I'm constructing my Batcave display, right? Uh huh. Or whatever you know, awesome scene that I want to I want to partake in. But I, I just don't know if I can I can I can jump in, man. It's 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 a, there's a difficulty there. So I um I have been get I have been getting some comments from uh from people about your 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 doll phobic. Have you? Yeah, some private some private messages on the on the, the Adam Russman Facebook page. Um and I I can't I'm not gonna find one right now because there's like tons of stuff here, so popular and all. But one guy's like they're not tell Bobby they're not dolls they're statues. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. That's not a true statement. <laughs> so anyway, all right. So we have a lot to talk about today. We do. So much is going on. We do. Um, so let's start with Ghostbusters. It's a flop. It's officially so sequel, a flop. Sequels at risk. Oh, it's done. They've already said no. Oh, really? Yeah. All they right. lost. It lost. It was a seventy seventy million dollar loss. Seventy five million dollar loss. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. So, um, what do you think about that? I mean, I spoke with my wallet. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? Did you? Did you watch the uh, bootleg anywhere? No. Are you going to? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. It's not. It's not. It's not worth it. Yeah. I just. I would just. I would just bow out. It's almost one of those things where now I don't even want to talk about it with people. Because it's not worth giving it any further press. Yeah. Just, you know, just let it go. Let it die. Well, then there's the uh, developer of Ghostbuster Games files for bankruptcy three days after its release. Oh, imagine that. Nobody Did wants you to see play... that? Yeah, nobody wants to play that game. Yep. You may have noticed there's a bit of controversy surrounding the recent Ghostbusters reboot. But while the movie seems to have received more positive reviews than negative ones, everyone agrees that the video game tie-in is awful. Now it's been revealed that three days after its release, the development studio behind the game filed for Chapter 7 bankruptcy. Mm. Mm. It owes $11.3 million. That's crazy, dude. Why? On what planet do they think that they would make that much money off that dumbass game? You know? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'll tell you what planet it's not on. Earth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So much hate. But you know, uh, it's probably because we're misogynist pigs. That's or because a, it sucks content-wise. Yeah. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> One or the just, other. It's just not fun whatsoever. Uh, did, did you hear the Gary rant this week? I have not. I have not heard it yet. It's pretty funny. 
Nice. So Gary's back in action? Uh, at least for the time being. He's still remodeling his house, but... Um, God, I feel his pain, man. He's going to do what he can. Yeah. Um, let's see what else we have in the world. Of... Big, big Bang Theory to get an 11th season. Yeah. Is that good? No, it's not good. I, I, yeah. I just I put that on here just to remind me of how much I hate that show. Yeah. I... I I don't understand, man. And like, you know I, what? I, you know what? I hate, I hate the the worst. Sorry. Is that people always like, oh yeah, man, I like the Big Bang Theory, and I was like, oh. I you know what I hate is I hate when people say, like, like think that I should like it. Yeah, yeah. You know that's what I hate is like, hey, have you watched the Big Bang Theory? You would love it. The guy wears a Green Lantern shirt. <laughs> you know what I mean? See that's see that that right there. Is appropriate anti funny funny behavior. I'm good to go with that one. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I, 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 I think I think we had a breakthrough in the just questionnaire. I, I I think we had a huge breakthrough. What was that? Uh, that you're the one that won't be turned on to stuff. You're the one that won't watch something if somebody suggests it. That's not true. I know that's what you said. I know that's that's what you said last week too. But you still haven't watched the Saw movies. Still haven't watched Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. But I, I want to watch those movies. Okay, I want to watch. Haven't had the opportunity to. That's not entirely true. I mean, I don't, I don't have I don't have the DVD. It's not on Netflix. It's not on. It's not on Hulu. It's you not know, on Amazon. You, you know all this for a fact. Yes, I just I just went and looked for it the other day. In fact, I'm gonna look for it again on Netflix. Maybe they've updated it since we last dawn. Oh, it's not here. Saw. Okay. Saw. Mm, not here either. What's another one? Uh, I think those are the only two for now. Mm. What about on Amazon? Not there either. Well, I can pay for it. Some of the, you know what, you know what sucks, man. Some of the Amazon ones, you got to pay like full price. You can't even rent them on Amazon. Like Amazon, Netflix, and in Hulu, it's basically all the same shit. I agree. Um, which is which is that's gonna suck. Did you see that the uh, the judge overturns the conviction of the making a murderer kid? Yeah, man, I posted it there. Isn't that cool? It is awesome. Um, do you think that's going to happen to? Um, oh, I, I, I one thing I did, I did. Uh, I, I I remember some shit from my nerd week. Let me What's back that? up. All right, so I've continued Gurin Lagan. Um, it's good, man. They. Uh, I just finished episode nine or ten, but episode eight. Maybe I bet, maybe I'm on eleven. Let me just check. All right. Oh, never mind. I'm on fourteen. Um, so episode eight was a big. They did something big, kind of big and powerful. Uh, and I, I gotta tip my hat at them for that. Uh, one of the one of the main characters kind of bites it. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoilers. Um, they did it very tastefully. Um, so you know, I gotta I gotta say, I, Joe, thank you very much. I've enjoyed. Joe suggested something for me. Mm-hmm. It was available to me. Gave mm-hmm. it a try. Liked it. So is it just me that you don't that you don't give it a try? Is well, that, I mean, if, if is it's it available, personal? is it a personal <laughs> thing? Maybe, maybe. I guess if, so. it's, if it's available, you know. Uh-huh. I, and I, you know, I just don't want to borrow your DVDs because I'll keep them for too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, if if only you held those same virtues when it came to books. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I haven't I haven't taken any books either. I've been feeling guilty for holding those books for like the last year. Mm. But um, anyway, what do you think about that kid being overturned or whatever? I, I think that's I think that's awesome. But I mean, he's been in jail for like twelve years now. Yeah, it's fucking shame, man. Yeah, how old is he now? Is he thirty? I don't know. So don't know. it's fucking crazy, man. I hope he sues. 
but a body will probably end up disappearing from from him. <laughs> I'll go back into jail. Yeah. Um. You know what's funny, man? Like I, I, I've, after that whole thing came out, I've done some research and read some other stuff. I'm just gonna open the story so we can uh, get uh, Brandon Dassey. Um. So who was 16 years old when he uh when he got thrown in jail? And that was in. 2005, right? So he's been in jail for 11 years. So he's 27 now. Can you imagine coming out of jail almost 30? Um, and that's all you've known. No, it's crazy. Um, do you want to go ahead and get into big three? Oh no, you have a smoke story to tell. Smoke story. That's what you wrote in here. See, I wrote something there. To remind me of something else. Smoker story. Smoker story. Oh, dude. Why is it? (laughs) This is actually pretty funny. Like, I I tried, I I was almost attempting to record this interaction. Uh Uh-huh. Um, let me finish, let me finish my nerd week though. I got, I got some, and sorry guys, we're all, you know, all over the place. We'll, we'll get this shit together here soon. Cause it'll be a great argument. So Garen Lagan was good. I also watched the fall. Um, the, uh, Jillian Anderson from, um, X-Files. She's in this, it's a Netflix show. I think it's an English show, but it's about a serial killer, but it's very interesting. Cause you see him, uh, kind of a, becoming a, a serial killer, like getting into it. And you see the cops who are trying to find him at the same time. So you're going through his his method of what he's doing and the cops' method of trying to find him. Uh, we're in, I'm in like three episodes of that. But it's it's one of those British like six episode seasons and you're done. And there's two of them. Um, so I'm sure I'll, I'll get through that one pretty quick. Uh, but that's 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 been really good thus far. You know, I gotta say one thing about Jillian Anderson, man. She is like a fine wine. She just got, right? She's gotten more attractive. Like, she's more attractive now than I think she was in X-Files. I don't know what it is, but, you know, knows how to take care of herself. That's all Good I'm saying. Her. All right, so the smoking story. So there's nobody who are bigger dicks about smoking than ex-smokers. Have you ever noticed that? Yes. They're, like, the worst people, you know? Yes. And, and, like, don't get me wrong. I've partaken in a, in a cigarette from, you know, from time to time as a, as a young man, um, you know, just mostly just to piss off my parents. And I do... I, I, I will say that I'm probably one of those people too that I just I don't want to be around anymore. It just it makes me fucking sick. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't ever act out and start lashing out at people. So I was in Target the other day, and I must say, Target is full of beautiful people. Quite the the contrary to Walmart. It's the anti Walmart. It is the anti Walmart. I walk I walked into my <laughs> wife and I'm like, holy cow! It's like this place. It's, it was like it was like a Tuesday or a Monday like. 11 o'clock a.m., and we walked into Walmart. I might have been earlier than that. And it and it's nothing but a, a bunch of uh, a bunch of hot, hot you know, moms and whatnot. Um, and, uh, and I was just making a comment to that, you know, talking shit to my wife. Anyway, I'm walking back someplace, and they had, like, Target doesn't really have the greeters. They had, like, the people standing behind the registers, like, kind of, like, working the flow if they got to call more people in there because they want to get you out. They don't want to be inconvenienced. You know what I mean? They want to inconvenience you at all. And some old dude, like this, and this, and this female, she's very short, young girl, maybe 24, 25, maybe. She could have been younger. You know, five foot two maybe. And this, this bigger, older guy, you know, gray hair, thinning hair. And he's like, 
He's probably pushing like 250. He comes in there and berates her about how he used to be a smoker and he can't stand it anymore. He can't stand the sight of seeing people smoke. He can't doesn't he, he gets disgusted and sick when he smells smoke and there's somebody out there um, in front of the building smoking that has a, a Target shirt on, right? Uh-huh. And instead of saying something to that individual, he didn't say anything to that individual. He found he, he, some guy because he, he was he was describing this man. Um, <laughs> he walks inside and just starts, you know. And she's like, "Okay, sir, I understand." He's like, you know, and I, I just I shouldn't have to walk by. It's like clouds of smoke. I can see, not smell. Just seeing clouds, especially, apparently seeing clouds of smoke for this fucking guy sets him off, and he's got to go pick on somebody. And he just keeps, he just keeps fucking going, man. Just keeps on going. And and finally, she was like, "All right, okay, I'm gonna go take care of this right now." And she like, I guess she rushes out to you know to reprimand somebody about smoking in front of the building. And I don't know what the the standard is of of what they can do. Right. Uh, it's, just, it's just fucking obnoxious. Stop being a dickhead and being obnoxious for obnoxious sakes. I'll tell you, um, the the neighbor that I invited myself to his room, that neighbor. Okay. You you recall? Yes, I do. Yeah. The uh, I'll tell you another story with him. Um, one day he was talking to me and he was like, <laughs> and and he was like, uh, he was like, uh, I forget how he said, but he, he was like, he was like, I gotta be honest, man, I am a little jealous you can outsmoke me. And I was like, yeah, but I've been smoking since I was like sixteen. And he was like, no, your grill. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't know. Does, does he even smoke? No, I think he's like one of those like he like he's he. I have one when I drink. One of those guys. Yeah. Kind of the worst, aren't they? Let's go ahead. No, and co- let's no, go ahead and commit. Not. Let's go ahead and commit. The the worst are definitely the ex smokers that now are too good for. Oh for yeah, that's all. true. That's true. I, um, I don't know. The, the, I I I am getting I am getting kind of tired of the vapors. Um. It's just like I almost made just just fucking smoke, just go all in. You know what I mean? Just just. No, nah, I, I don't know. Do man. or do not. I don't have any problem. I love it. <laughs> well, I know you love it. Yeah. Well, you know, I I think that like, I, I I think that people that don't do things like that, people that don't drink, people that don't smoke, people that don't vape, whatever, people that don't do drugs, whatever the case may be, yeah. people that don't eat. Uh, sugars or GMO or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever the case may be, they have a tendency to speak down to people that do, and I think that it's really personal regret that they're not doing it. Uh, I, I disagree with that. I know I you do. I don't. But like, I, 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 think that it's usually jealousy disguised as something else. Uh, I, I, I don't mean I don't. I'm not jealous of people that smoke. You know what I mean? Except you. I, I, I've never asked you for me to not smoke. Why would you do that? That would be insane. But you, but you have asked me to smoke. When have I asked you to smoke? You have never asked me for a cigarette. You've never asked me for. Well, a hit I mean, you never asked me for a hit of the vape. You've never asked me for a cigar. You've never asked me for. Well, yeah, but I, I, I enjoy a cigar every now and then. And a cigarette yeah. every now and then. Yeah, because when I'm standing out there and, and you a guys, vapor now and, 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 and then, yeah, because I'm standing out there and you guys are just vaping and smoking. I'm like, yeah, but that's a choice that you're making to come outside. Well, yeah, to continue the conversation when you're in a party type atmosphere. Yeah, but there's plenty of people because here, here's inside. the problem. It's not like no, everybody no, goes no. outside. If I wanted to talk to those people, I would be inside. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but sometimes it's not but, like a the, the, the conversation. The problem is, is that is that smoker. Well, first off, I waited tables, right? 
And so in the, in the restaurant business, if you want a break, if you want to be able to sit down, the only legitimate reason is because you smoke. So everybody in the restaurant business smokes because of that reason. And if you tell me it's not that reason, or you, you don't smoke in your way, you're, you're in the, the, the restaurant business, you haven't been working there long enough. Maybe it's a new thing. I haven't, I haven't worked in restaurants in 15 years, but that's just the deal. The smokers got breaks. Nobody else got a break. So you went out there and you just fucking smoked. That's actually what made me start smoking, like buying my own cigarettes, right? Um, and, I, and I didn't even do that that often, but anytime I was smoking, it's because I was working. The other thing is, is, is because of the, the kind of camaraderie of, of that smoking thing. It's, just, it just, it's the same as like if you're, not, if you're trying not to drink. For, let's say you have, you're having a, I'll give you a prime example. I was out with my father-in-law last night. And he was going around, you know, showing me the, the hangout spots in his community. And he went and pr- picked up a buddy of his. Like, hey, come on, my son-in-law's here, blah, blah, blah. They went to their normal little stomping ground to grab a beer. You know, he's like, ah, oh, I got a blood work. I got blood work tomorrow. I just going to have a soda and I'm going to go home, right? Because he didn't want to sit there in that community type behavior because he, he couldn't drink because of the, the other responsibilities you have. So, like, you don't even want to be in those areas if, if that's happening. You know what I mean? Like, if you can't partake, it's it's a community aspect of it. So when you're at parties or you're at a bar and everybody's doing it, you kind of, like, want to do it, too, to be inclusive with, with the club. It's not like when we're sitting at your house and out of nowhere, I'm like, hey, man, give me a cigarette. If we're, if we're working on Nerd Raid, I'm like, hey, let's pause the podcast. Let me get a cigarette. Let's go outside and, and smoke. I never do that. No. It's There's always- been plenty of times where it has just been you and I. And, like, and you said, like, can I have one? It's just not like everybody's been smoking. It's just been me. I, I have not, you and me have not smoked a cigarette together without a third party being there and be like some kind of party activity in probably a decade. Well, party activity is relative, is relative, but I'm talking about, it hasn't been, like there's been times where you and I have been at like wine tastings and I've had one and I've been the only one smoking and you said. Dude, when's the last time one. we've been at wine, a wine tasting? I'm not saying recently because I haven't gone to a wine tasting, but I wouldn't expect, and I haven't bought cigarettes in over a year. Yeah. So that certainly has now, but I think that I, 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 that's just my personal opinion, man. I think that people that people have a tendency to talk down on that behavior, but it's really envy, uh, especially like people like uh, people that are on some diet. Like, I don't, I, know I don't people, think I know, it's... I know I know people that are on a diet that love a certain type of food, but they'll talk down about that food while they're on that diet. It's like reinforces that thought for them. Or drinking, same thing. I know people that have given up alcohol and they're like, oh, now I can't stand to be. Around. I don't think it's. I don't I, think it's envy. I think it's a it's a su- superiority type of thing because they chose it, therefore it's better. It's like the same thing that happens with people who change their religion. No, that's that's why they're saying it. I, 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 yes, I, I I absolutely agree. It's, they're it's saying like, it to come across superior, but I think it is disguise. I think it's envy in disguise. I don't know, man. Like like it's. Like, for example, people who, like, change their religion from one thing to the other, like, people of that old religion, they had the superiority-type conflict with them because they made a decision to change. Therefore, their decision must be better. Therefore, they must be better. You know? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I've come across that many people that have changed. Everybody that I know that's changed their religion has been like, I went from Presbyterian to Methodist. I'm like, good for you. You changed the spelling. <laughs> no, I'm talking anyway. about people who were like Christian became Buddhists. Yeah, I don't think I've ever. They're, like, they're like the worst. Yeah, that, I mean? that's probably true. That's probably true. But I've never met those people. Thank God. Um, what do you think about Elizabeth Banks's Rita Repulsa in Power Rangers reboot? Dude, I think she's looking kind of hot. A little green getup, man. Hard to tell behind this glass, but, uh, look- but that's that's a that's the sexy part about it. It's like veiled a mystery. I don't really know what you're getting. Might be sure. a treat. Might be a trick. You know, if she might step behind that glass, there'd be, you know, Frank's and Beans down there. You'd be like, oh, <laughs> I made a mistake. Or maybe I haven't. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe it's Bailey J. <laughs> maybe it's Bailey J. In which case, I'm kind of on board. One day we should talk about our bucket lists, <laughs> our no judgment bucket lists. A judgment free zone. <laughs> um, Is Bailey J. on your no but your no judgment? No, but I'll tell you what. Now that we mentioned it, maybe <laughs> a little something to remind me of the good old days. <laughs> um, let's talk about. Oh my god. Uh, let's do some Marvel TV. So we're getting uh, Runaways mm-hmm. to Hulu. Yeah, man. I wonder is now is this going to be in the same? Like, there's a couple questions I have. Like, is this going to be in the same universe, and is Cloak and Dagger going to be in the same universe? Well, I th- I think that the Marvel well, they they've come out again and said you know, Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to be split between the movies and the and the TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, we've already seen that Daredevil kind of, you know, borrow some stuff of that. Of course, you know, Agent Shields borrow some stuff from that. But besides, I guess, you know, Jamie Alexander and and um, uh, Samuel Jackson. That's all that we're gonna see. And and maybe that's they've done enough. You know, like they've done enough to concrete this the same world, and they're just gonna keep them separate. They can go on. You know what's funny? Why do we need that? Why do we need what? Why Why do we need? any more proof that it's the same universe. I mean, isn't there enough proof? And I mean, not not, not to say that I wouldn't like to turn on an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and see Robert Downey Jr. That's fine. I understand that. But why do we need that? Like, we need somebody to tell us it's that <laughs> that this imaginary world and this other imaginary world is the same imaginary world. I think like, we need think verification. It's, it's kind of weird. I, I think it's know? to have that hope that one day it can all come together. I think, I think that, like, one day they face a threat that's big enough where they all come together. In a movie. Yeah, yeah, you know that one. That, like, I, I think that's what it is. It, it's like, and even if that doesn't happen, the the hope is still there. I guess. Yeah. Um, I guess that makes sense. But yeah, so supposedly, what I'm trying to find out what's going on. I'm trying to find out what when it's supposed to come to TV or Hulu. And See, I mean, I, I wonder, they haven't even shut the pilot yet, so I'm not like, I'm not in any rush to. Confirm they're just they're just in their, their, their initial phase. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see. But I mean, has does Hulu make other content? Oh yeah. yeah. How, how's their content? Um, they had this one like Wild West comedy one time that was really good. Quick Draw. It, it had like two or three seasons and it finished. Um, I'm actually gonna get on Hulu right now and see. Hulu Originals, stand by. Now, Runaways was created by the guy who did Why the Last Man. Yes. Ryan K. Vaughn. He's a talented dude, man. Let's see. uh, The Mindy Project is now Hulu Original, even though it didn't start off that way. Um, The 11-22-63, the time travel movie that's based off a Stephen King book. The Path, The Awesome's Quick Draw. Which is good. The awesomes is awesome. Hence, well, that's well, that's hence ap- the name. Have you? <laughs> that's that's one. It's like an animated by like um, Seth Meyers. It's an animated superhero sp- spoof. Uh, uh-huh. Deadbeat was okay. I didn't really get into that. Um, spoilers with Kevin Smith. That show. Let's see. That's pretty much it. I just wonder what they're what they're what they're. I guess what their resume is, you know, like their pedigree, like, yeah, I mean, it's it's not Netflix, you know, um, 
and then speaking of Marvel TV, Cloak and Dagger is going to be a teen drama. Oh, yay. It's my excited face. Yeah, well, it's kind of right up your alley. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A teen drama? I don't think I watch any teen dramas. Flash. Flash is not a teen drama. Sure it is. All those people are over the age of 20. Yeah, it's still a teen drama. I mean, is, 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 it a sh- is it a show that is that their main market is is people in their 20s and teens? Yes, but it's not like the show, it's it's not a show about a bunch of kids in high school. No, but that's fine. <laughs> I, think you're, I think you're wearing down the meaning of fine. It's all the same <laughs> shit. Like... All that, all that relationship style shit could like Flash and Iris relationship you could see in Beverly Hills 90210. Yes. So like that, that's what I mean. But it, it's a it's a love story that happens to have characters that have always traditionally been in that age group. It's not like we took something and made it into a young adult. It speaks to a young adult audience and is and is a young adult property. Would I do Punisher on Freeform? I don't think that's going to connect the same way. Hmm. Um, so it's not necessarily a teenage audience, but a quote-unquote young adult audience. Yeah. You know one thing we forgot to talk about thus far? What's that? What's that? The new cartoon. Uh, that's true. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, Nerd Rage Radio Podcast on YouTube. Check out the new PB&J with me. You guys like, heard? There's, there's two Nerd Rage Radio Podcasts on YouTube. Have you seen that? Yeah, I think one's a fanboy channel one, right? But they're like both called the same. Really? Well, one, yeah. I'll have to, one I'll have to like delete or something. They're yeah, because bo- they're both ours. <laughs> the one with more subscribers is like the one we have to delete. Yeah, and that a pain in the dick. Um, so almost 100 views already. I'm pretty excited about that. We just pushed that out today. Oh, that's good. I mean, uh, I'll screen shoot this for you. Um, yeah, it's getting there. It's, it's getting there. It's happening. The feedback has been good from it. Yeah, yeah what, Phillip, what, I haven't Phillip seen that. You should say that. Yeah, yeah. You did a great Phillip job. Animated it, and it was pretty freaking awesome, Philip. Good yeah. job. You're gonna be um, around for another week, at yeah. least. He can't be with us today, of course, because I'm down in North Carolina, and he's not. Sure. So, yeah. Let's do uh, a couple of things before we get into the movie stuff. Uh, did you see these Brooklyn residents take issue with Captain America statue coming to? Yeah, man. What's up with that? Uh, they're saying that it's supposed to be a public park and this and that, and that Captain America represents commercialism. And D- does he? Well, because he's owned by Disney. Oh, is, is what their argument is. I think he's. I think he's owned by America. <laughs> so see, that's the thing. Is that like, yes, you can take it to that level and say he's owned by this big corporate entity and all that. But like, why not just take? Why not just take the root of it? Do you know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the part of it. Why does it? Why do you have to take? the worst aspect of it. And I, I can't help but think if it was Captain, you know, some, if it was Captain France, no one would have a fucking issue. Mm. Why does everybody hate America? Savages. It's uh, just weird, man. But I think it's all been sorted now. I think that they're, they're, they're out of it. They're good to go. I, th- I don't know if they're good to go. Probably not. But I think that they're, at least have gone on about their fucking business. Well, speaking of Captain America and commercialism, you check out the super sweet Marvel Harley Davidson Captain America motorcycle. Yep, I was actually headed there next. <laughs> They've actually that's got more than just that one. That's right? what we call a transition, folks. Um, yeah, there's a there's like an Iron Man one and there's a Punisher one. 
But you know, there's a. I guess that's Black Widow. I don't know. They're Who pretty cool. Yeah, man. I you know not for nothing. Never wanted a motorcycle. Never ever. But if I if I ever got one, I'd go full Captain America. I would want people to know what it was. You know what I mean? They got a Thanos. One. I know, like that was to say, like, well, who, Thanos, like you know, in an Ant Man, who wants an Ant Man bike? You know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe the Thor. The Thor's got some some. Uh, I'm sure the Punisher some, bike will do well. Yeah, probably. Somebody's calling me from Georgia. Don't want to talk to them. Punisher bike's not not bad. Spider Gwen, nah. I mean, she's not even that like. I I get I guess that she's a popular character, but I wouldn't say that she's that well known in the mainstream. And the Spider-Man bike just looks stupid. <laughs> yeah, the, the Punisher bike looks pretty cool, but I, you know this, I'm fine with this. Yeah, but, like the yeah, Captain America one's got that, that you know the saddlebags on it. it. It actually looks like Captain America is the only character here that actually has a motor has a motorcycle. I don't even think the Punisher has a motorcycle. He's got a van, pretty super sweet van, but he's got a van. Now, I guess Black Widow rode on the motorcycle in the movie, so that's how they make that connection. Yeah, you mean Captain America's motorcycle? Yeah, yeah. But I guess I'm saying, I'm just saying how they're connecting it. I mean, they're probably just saying these are popular characters, so yeah. it's making it make Yeah. Um, but that's, I mean, that's. I think that's cool. Yeah, it's fine. Um, and then we have some Fox news. So did you read this, like, original script of Fantastic Four? No, I did not. It's uh, it's not the whole script. It's just like some other stuff. But it was way more epic originally. Really? Do yeah, tell. Like, and I'm not sure that that would have been a good thing ultimately because uh, I'm just not sure that it would have worked. It it sounds like it was. It may have been Batman versus Superman in a way. Like just too much going on. Really. Um. But like they were gonna go like at the end when they go back to Planet X or whatever. Um. It was instead going to take them to this other dimension where they fought Annihilus. See, I'm okay with that. Yeah, and then they were gonna uh, they were gonna defeat Annihilus. That was gonna be like the big halfway through action point. Mm-hmm. They were gonna defeat Annihilus, and Do- Doom was gonna actually craft his armor off of like broken Annihilus pieces. Oh, that'd have been interesting. Yeah, and then they were gonna come back to Earth and fend off. Or discover Mole Man. I can't remember the ins and outs of all that, but Mole Man was going to be a part of it. Like they discovered that, and then Doctor Doom was going to turn on them, and they were going to defeat Doctor Doom. Huh. Mole Man is a little much for me, though, man. Yeah, it all depends on how you do it, though, man. All depends on how you do it. Like if you make him like like if if you if you I think if you were to make him like a like a like a bum, you know what I mean, like a sewer living bum. Like they got out, mole, they got mole like, powers. Like Penguin from. Batman Returns. Yeah, but isn't Mole Man is human? Is he? I I don't, I don't know. He looks human. Well, but like the mole people aren't human. No, I mean, they're, they, they're not. Yeah. But but I don't I, you know I don't even know if you need to get into all that quite yet. Do you know what I mean? Just to kind of the idea that he is there. I actually I hope we never have a mole man. <laughs> I never want to see it, man. <laughs> I've seen it. I think he was in the original movie. Was he? Yeah, I think so. All right, here I'm. I'm looking up some Doctor Wrong, genius of intellect, whatever. Let's see. Mole Man. Now I spelled one word. Now it's two word. Okay, so he was an American nuclear engineer and explorer. 
Okay, so yeah, I guess he fell into a massive cave and uh, met the uh, mole people. All right. Now, <clears throat> in terms of other Fox movie news, they're courting a new guy for cable. Mm -hmm. The guy from Bloodlines, which is a Netflix original. I don't know, yeah. man. I don't, I don't know, know about this dude. I don't so, know. Either. I mean, if if I feel like ultimately, man, like if the acting chops are there, anybody can kind of do it. But I do imagine him. I, I in my mind's eye, I think I would prefer him to be a bit more of a physically imposing person. He's got to be a big dude. Yeah. I mean, he's a tall. He's got to be a tall man. What do you think about Liam Neeson, man? I don't know, man. I think it's I, time. I think it's time for him to be in the the Marvel universe that I'm, I'm okay universe. with him being in the Marvel universe he's just he's a lean dude too you know what I mean like I I, I yeah but they could put armor on him you know what I mean you had to put a lot of armor on him it's okay he'll be alright sometimes his head looks like you know he's got like he is, get, he is getting a little older though now yeah you know? I don't know I, I I don't know man I think it all depends on how it's how they how they act and how they dress him up and fuck it it's fine <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> like, it, like like it's just you know we, we Sometimes we worry about all these people, and then we see in the movies, and we're like, "It's fine." Like the only one that we like we're worried about, and I think we're still kind of like on the fence. Sometimes we teeter one way, sometimes we teeter another way. Is Jared Leto? Yeah, yeah. But you yeah, know, a, I, a lot of talk about him a little bit later. Yep, yep, for sure. But I think that ultimately, like, what it comes down to is the the the, the direction and the acting chops. Yeah. You know, and 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 I I believe he can do it. I've seen this guy in other stuff. He's a he's a fine actor. I wonder if Jared Leto was uh, doomed to fail. I don't know. I I think that I mean, we can get to that when we get to it. But I I think that his attitude is not going to help. Is not going to do him any favors. Well, I mean, you're talking about the the fuck fuck DC thing. Yeah, we never said fuck DC. Well, I know, I know. He never said that. That's well, he did say fuck him. All right, he well, did say fuck him, but he wasn't talking about DC. He was talking about Warner Brothers, and it had nothing to do with DC. Okay. Um, but he's not out as the Joker. He's not saying, I'm not doing any more Joker shit now. No, he's not saying yeah. that. But that was originally um, put out there, but that was not true. Yeah. There are some comicbooks.coms fucking up. Um, we'll this might be the last time we see Professor X, as or Patrick Stewart play Professor X. I think it's time. You know, and, yeah. I, and, I, and I'm, a, I'm a Patrick Stewart fan. I, love I am dude. too. But you know, I think it's you know you know yeah. me. I think it's time for a complete reboot anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's he's getting long in the tooth. I mean, he's like he's got to be almost ninety, right? No. Heck. Oh yeah, he's old, he's old, dude. Maybe not I mean, old. Let me see. We'll see here in a second. He was born. Oh, no, he's not that old. I thought he was older than that. How old is he? He's he's seventy six. Oh, oh way, I was way off. Like, way off. But yeah, I mean, so, I didn't mean literally mean ninety. I thought he was like in his late eighties. So I I just didn't. I I think it's I think it's probably. I don't think that he's a deal breaker for that franchise anymore. I think that franchise needs some readjusting anyway. Yeah. Um. And I and, and then the last bit of Marvel movie news that we had. Oh no, we have two more things. So Natalie Portman says, as far as she knows, she's done with Marvel. Mm -hmm. And she said it in a fairly polite-ish way. Yeah. 
she said, as far as I know, I'm done. I mean, I don't know if maybe one day they'll ask for an Avengers 7 or whatever. I have no idea. But um, as far as I know, I'm done. That was a great thing to be a part of. So, And she's not in this next Thor movie, right? Uh, I would imagine not. Hmm. Because I guess it's there. They, have they wrapped filming for that yet? Um, had, I don't they, know. They got to. They had to. think. They've had to have. I mean, they still got time. Yeah, it's true that. Um, I'm sure I don't think Justice League is wrapped and they both come out around the same time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm sad to see her go. She's a talented actress and I hate that, you know, that's one of the problems with these long, you know, these long saga movies is trying to keep everybody contractually obligated, you know, so they're going to lose big names like this. Mm-hmm. Yep. So whatever. I don't, I, I don't want to see a female Thor anyway, so... I don't want to see her do it. I don't mind. If it's Valkyrie, I don't mind. I'm um, good. I'm good. Like, if they bring in Valkyrie, I'd be like, sweet. Yeah, but I, I don't want to see a, a Jane as Thor. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't really care, to be honest. Yeah, I don't want to see Jane Foster Thor. I don't, I don't need that. Because if it was Natalie Portman and she had, like, some badass outfit, I might be up for that. Yeah, she is. She's, she's a thin unit, though, man. She is. She is. But she, she, has, she has, like, a classic... She is. She's a beautiful woman. Yeah, she's she's probably my like top ten most beautiful women that are alive today. Uh, like Audrey Hepburn, like a modern day. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um. Anyway, and then we got a picture of Gladiator Hulk. Looks cool, man. Dude, Rockface looks cool too, man. Yeah, Rockface looks cool. I forget what they're, those brothers are named. Yeah, but it I looks wonder if good. we're gonna get a uh, the uh, was it beta beta whatever Bill. Oh, that would be cool. What is his name? I want to say, beta? I want to say Betamax. <laughs> is it not Beta Billy Bay Rip? No, uh, Beta something Bill. I don't know. I'll look it up. Beta like, Ray, Beta Ray Bill. Beta Gee, Ray Bill. Jesus. That's, that's what it is. God. It's like you know, a redneck name. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, but yeah, it looks it looks amazing. This picture. Yeah, man, I'm down. I, I I'm surprised that he got that armor on. I'm surprised they went that way. I wonder if this this Hulk's gonna be Chatty Cathy, Ch- Chatty Patty. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, what do you think about that? Uh, I think it's dude. I think it's all in how they approach it, man. Like I don't, I don't, I don't count them out. You know what I mean? Like I think it, they're they're smart enough to do it. I have yeah. a lot of faith in them. Well, if they're gonna do a World War Hulk, do it now. Tie it to something else, you know? Because I don't think World War Hulk is. You can't do a full World War Hulk in this universe that they've already established. So you can do a good tip of the hat and work it in with some other storyline. So you want them to tap into Planet Hulk and World War Hulk? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Planet Hulk. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Because I, I think that Banner has exiled himself in this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's safe to say he had a he had a Quinjet, didn't know that they were space ready. He's a smart guy. Apparently, he got it squared away, flew away. And then maybe the Hulk, you know, alter ego in the radiation of space came came out and he can't transfer him back into Banner. I don't know. But he just, no, that's not true because we have seen him as Banner. Um, but that'll be cool. Yeah. I don't have any, I don't have any concerns. You know, the, the Thor movies catch a lot of shit, but I really like the second one. Yeah, the second one was really good. I mean, I just watched that recently. The first one wasn't bad. The first you know? one is fine. It's it's not bad, dude. It's just, there's only one part that's kind of like, ooh, look at that. That's kind of hokey. When they're walking down Main Street. Yeah, it's kind of goof. It reminds um, me of Masters of the Universe. 
which is also kind of goof. But it, but it, it's more of if it was night. You know what I mean? If the one yeah. jolly fat guy wasn't being as jolly and fat, yeah, it'd have worked. You know what I mean? Yeah, it would have worked. So, you know, whatever. Yeah, and I think that's it for Marvel stuff. We can move into DC. I'm gonna save the Suicide Squad drama for last. We can just kind of fly through some of this shit. Yep. Um. So we got some. So all right, Black Manta has been announced as the Aquaman villain. Yes. And we have two people. Uh, doing and say their, they want to do it. They're they're doing their petitions. They're rallying the crowds. I'm actually uh, who who you like Michael K. Williams, right? Is that Omar? Yeah, dude. In this house, he's goes by Omar and only Omar. Jesus. Um. What, yeah. What did he? Yeah. What did his? What was his whistle? I forget the tune. Oh, hold man. on, hold on. We'll find it. Yeah, I got it. I'm Omar Whistle. Yeah, I'm here. I got it. Here's coming. Oh, you guys can't hear it. Oh, hi ho the merry that one. Hunting we will go. The, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Wow, you got super loud. I did? Yes. Yeah, take it. That's awesome. <laughs> Whatever you're doing. I didn't do anything. It must oh. be on your end. Yeah, I must have turned you up. <laughs> um God, what a hot mess. But the, uh, yeah, it, I'm excited that Mana is the villain. I th- that's cool. You know, yeah, you absolutely. see that. But um, would you, the other person petitioning and rallying and is uh, Michael Jai White. Yeah, he's fine. Dude, I don't want him. I want he's, Omar. He's fine. No, I, no, I want Omar. Yeah. I want Omar. But like Michael Jai White, he's, he's, he's a cool dude. He's cool dudes. Yeah. You knew who I want though, right? Oh, uh, yeah. You <laughs> want him for everything. I can't, I can't have it. Can't have it. Gotta have it. Elba. Gotta have. Gotta have it as my Green Lantern. Um, and then there's the green confirmed that Green Lantern is joining the Justice League movie. Yep. So I bet you he'll be in like the last two minutes. I he'll, he'll be like Luke Skywalker and because <laughs> they're talking about introducing the whole Lantern Corps. Oh really? Well, maybe the Lantern Corps will show up in the yeah. last five minutes, just like Luke in a pool, Luke. That would be a pretty big uh, ending. Yeah, like a cliffhanger ending. And also, we got we got a well. Let's get into DC shit. Oh, I guess we're already DC. We got a sneak peek at the little black S for the black suit for Superman. Yes. So I guess he is coming back. I'm glad they cleared that up. Yeah. Because they left us on that cliffhanger. Yeah, we didn't know, did we? We didn't know. Even though we felt secure after we saw the dust blow up. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, you know. Even though that made you feel fine, I guess we still didn't know. It just wasn't. You know, it was a cliffhanger, not a Mm -hmm. cliff. You know. No, was it, a cliff no. flirter? What was the oh, term? what was the term? Yeah, fuck. fuck. Um, so then there's also... A cliff teaser? Cliff tickler. Peer. Look, peering over the cliff. Cliff watcher? Cliff watching? I don't know. Cliff peeking? Cliff pink? Cliff sitting. You're sitting on the cliff. Did you see this shit about the flash? <laughs> um, how the, uh, the two flashes are going to possibly... Yeah, well, it's, it's like it's, it sounds like it's just Ezra talking out his ass, but yeah. uh, Ezra Miller teases a flash connection to Grant Gustin. That's actually badass, dude. Hell yeah! That's I mean, like that that gives me those special kind of feels. You know, that would be awesome. Even though I feel like the guy who's playing him in the TV show has been kind of dicky about it. No, I don't think he's been dicky. Uh, I do. I thought he came and said, "No, he looks cool." He's been like super supportive. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. There was some shit in that it looks cool speech that I, that made me look at him in the Futurama face. Mm, I'm gonna look that up right now because it came out a while back. Um, here. This is a while back. Yeah, it was right after BBS, or it was right after. Uh, no, 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 this is like Justice League. I mean, Suicide Squad dropped. No, no, no. This is like this is back in the day when they first announced that Ezra Miller is going to play. Oh no, I'm talking about when he saw the armor. When it oh, was, oh, I didn't, so, I didn't hear that then. Yeah, he said something like, "It's, it's cool, like not the direction I would go, but or some. It was some, it was some sideways shit. It, it was like, I don't know. It was, it was, it was off-putting to me. Really? Yeah, I can't remember a quote, but there was something off-putting about it. Hmm. And then he's also made comments like, you know, it's a shame they're not doing, they're not just tying us into the movie universe and all that. Like, you know, obviously he wants his shot at that, but I'm like, keep him out of here. Personally. Yeah, he, 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 uh, he got on Twitter back in July of last year and was like, no, Ezra's awesome. I'm pumped for him. Uh, he's clearly very excited. Good luck. And, you know, all the other positive shit. Yeah, nah, this was after he saw the armor. Hey, Twitter, stop putting words in my mouth. Uh, hate that I felt I need to do this, but if you read this, so he even came back because people were people were giving him a hard time. That wasn't answered, but I don't know about this. So I'm just going to go defend my flash. No big deal. Um, DC <laughs> movie rumors. This is all from 4chan, so it's probably bullshit. It's probably, it's probably 100% true. <laughs> um, but J.J. Ama- amazing, amazing record. Uh... J.J. Abrams might be given uh, the, the reins to Superman 2. Dude, what do you think about that, man? I'm okay with that. I'm actually super okay with that. I'm super duper okay with it. Really? I am super duper looper okay with that. <laughs> um, I, 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 it's funny. I, I don't want him to go down the same, like, Brandon Routh, uh, Brian Singer, you know, going back to the Donner films. Because I think that's what made Superman Returns fail, you know. It was just it was just so limp, you know. Yeah. No, no, I agree, but I think that I think that we do need somebody to to reinstall lens in flares. Our minds. Lens flares everywhere, um, right? So because cared. of the lens flares, the costume will be brighter. It'll be more hopeful. No, I don't care about. I don't. You know, I've I've never cared about the the costume being. Right. I I know not you. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's, yeah like that's I, most I just, people's complaints that it's, it's not very hopeful. It's kind of dim. Well, yeah, but I think when they These say that... These are things that you find hope in, Bobby. We all understand it. I think that... That's true. But I think that I think that when people say that, they're not always meaning literally. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's about, like, that they're just darker toned movies. You know, and you want something a bit more uplifting with Superman. Yeah, yeah. Um, But but I think that I think that Abrams could do that, you know? Yeah. And I think that he could reestablish who Superman is for a generation of people that obviously don't get it. Even the uh, Superman Returns movie, which, which it's, it's okay. You know, it's my least favorite Superman movie behind uh, the, the fourth one. I even like the third one better than that one. The third one had the evil Superman, which I found kind of cool. Um, the Reeves Superman. Like, they did have that one part. And it was part of the, like, it was, it was also using some of the John Williams music though. Like when he was lifting the continent and it was just like, there was still like a hopefulness in that, like the self-sacrificing hopefulness of like moving earth, you know, moving in mountains for, to save people. Uh-huh. 
that was still powerful. You know what I mean? And even though there's still a criticism, like, why can't you just save the girl sometime or whatever? You know, that was, and that one was really crazy. That was really out in left field. And he, and he never felt that he was going to die when he fell back to the planet. You ne- you, nobody was ever scared of that. So it didn't really have the impact. But they were still able to, to, to capture that amazing hope in, like, you know, salvation, even though they overplayed the Jesus thing when he, you know... <laughs> Was in the cross position, falling back to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> the, the um, speaking, but speaking of of uh, falling back, what do you think of this Adam West Ward Batman animated movie, dude? I'm all in. Me too. I can't wait. Sign me the fuck up. What an awesome idea! And the fact that the giant oven is labeled giant oven, <laughs> in case we didn't know what it was, <laughs> it's the best. I mean, just that they're on a big food tray is awesome. <laughs> he uses the hot gravy to weaken his ropes, or the hot pie, or whatever the hell. It yeah, is. it's so good. Oh, I'm so blind. I'm so buying this in Blu-ray. It's so good. <laughs> it is. You know what's funny too is like the animation still looks modernized, but is still capturing the spirit of that era. Yeah, you know? so yeah. I, like totally e- agree. even though Batman looks goofy as fuck, he still looks like he'd be able to throw down. You know what I mean? Um. And the fact that, like, he's like, and, and in Space Robin. So we're going to Space Batman. I'm like, oh, yes, dude. I hope it's, like, <laughs> super 60s, like, space rays. Space and giant, rays, yeah, yeah, Giant yeah, bubble yeah, yeah. helmets. Dude, I hope they just, and, like, there's something about the, the Russians or the commies or something. I, I just hope they go for the full the full period piece. And it's, and it's funny because I've heard good things about that 66 Batman comic. That's, like, they have the 66 Batman comic and they have, like, a Wonder Woman comic. And I've actually heard good things about it. Um, but I, I look at that like I'm not I'm not buying that. You know right. what I mean? Like there's no if in you know or what like you know uh, I love Adam West. He, you know, he's a great dude, and and I and I grew up on that show. But I do realize that that show did you know push Batman back for many many of years. But you know, what? at the same time, maybe that's what the 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 time needed. You know, maybe because everybody I talked to about the '60s says it was like the best the best time in life. My grand, my grandparents, like the sixties, were awesome. They're the best. Everything else is shit. <laughs> Maybe you you have something going on there. You said if you had a time machine, you back to the sixties. Yeah, you had valid points there, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the drugs and free love and good music. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm about that life. Anyway, but yeah, um, I, I, I'm excited. It comes out in October. Um, yeah. And even is Catwoman playing Catwoman? Uh, I don't know. I Newmar, Julie Newmar, is that? I, I, I can't remember. I can't, you know, I'm terrible with names. But whatever, I don't really care. Like as long as you know, like, if I think they're doing everything they can, do you know yeah. what I mean for the nostalgic feeling? Yeah. Um. So in other news, we have Suicide Squad stuff. So the director gives background information on the Joker and Robin and all that stuff. Yep. Did you read that? I did. I did. So it's all tied together. Mm-hmm. Um, this this jo- is actually pretty cool. Joker and Harley kill Robin. Yes. Well, I think she was a. a you you don't know how she was a, an accomplice. Right. And so you don't know exactly what she did, but she was. There. And Batman knocks all his teeth out. Yes. And that's yes. why he has the the teeth. And then when he's in Arkham, he gets damaged tattoo on his forehead, and it's about his vanity over his teeth. Yes. I dig that. Yeah. Works. It works. I'm on board. I am too. I, I, am wish, too. I wish we could have seen it. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. Yeah. I, I would I would 
love to watch a gruesome beating of Joker where Batman is tested right on that on that edge of of oh man, is this gonna happen? No. Um so. And then for, for Jared Leto upset over Joker and Suicide Squad and says, fuck him. So this happened. It happened at a 30 Seconds to Mars concert, but yeah. it was taken out of context. So Jared Leto is a huge rock climber, for yes. better or worse. Yes. And he said that the contract... You, so, you said that with some contempt. That's nothing wrong with rock climbing. I guess. I just feel like most rock climbers I meet are kind of, are kind of borderline douchers. How many, how many rock climbers have you met? Probably five to ten. Really? Really? Give me three names. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't give. I can, I can give you their first names. Uh, oh yeah, that's fine. Okay, Andy, Daniel, Jeremy, Mike. Um, Seems like very generic names. Yeah, I mean they're they're all guys that I know professionally. Okay. Okay. And they're all cool. I like them all, but they're. They all have an air about them, like a rock climbing air, and they all got their little shoes with the little toes in their shoes. Yeah, I, I, I got a very, I've got a very good buddy who was, he's serious in rock climbing for a while, and then he, uh, and then he got out of it for a while, and he got back, he's back into it now, and like he like, you know, knows some famous rock climbing people. Like one time, this we were at this event, and some famous rock climbing person came to the event just to meet up with him, and like we sat there, and there was another guy who used to rock climb over in Europe, and he was like, oh, this is a big deal. And I didn't know, but all those guys, perfect, fine gentlemen. Never had any, yeah. one of my guys I work with, he used to rock climb back when he was in the Army, and he can't do it now, but fine gentlemen. I don't know. Nothing, I just feel like no airs about them, but... I just feel there's like very the, arrogant. I feel, like, I feel like arrogance and rock climbers tend to go hand in hand. That's what I found in my life experience. I just find I find that anybody that does something you don't do, you, you find arrogance. There's a, there's a, there's a there's a trend here. That's there's not a, true. Uh, you, just, you just talked about people who don't smoke or don't who eat certain things being arrogant. No, I didn't. You I named like five or six people. Five or six were, groups of people who are envious. arrogant. I said they were envious, not arrogant. Okay. Okay. Don't put words in my mouth like the Twitter people for uh Garrett Gustin. Yes. Or what's that their name? Whatever the fuck it is. Um but no, I mean, like, I, I, I know plenty of people, like, I know plenty of people that are, like, I know plenty of fishermen. More okay. fishermen than I can shake a stick at. No arrogance whatsoever. All super pleasant people to be around. Mm. Uh, same with hunters. I know an awful lot of hunters. Mm. Perfectly pleasurable people to be around. But I know a few rock climbers, and they're all, they all got a taste of arrogance in them. Mm. All, like, with their north face. Fuck out of here! That's <laughs> just rock climbers. A lot of people use North Face stuff. Yeah, and they're usually I tell them to get the fuck out of here. Also, I got some North Face stuff, and I tell you get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's all fun. Whatever you want to do, people. If you enjoy rock climbing, I'm I'm good with that. Just don't be a dick. <laughs> um, Jared Leto. Wait, anyway, so he's a rock climber, and part of his contractual obligation with Warner Brothers was that he wouldn't do any dangerous activity. And he said, "But you know what? Fuck him." And people took that as if to say he was saying, "Oh, he's he said because because he, he also mentioned he was upset with all the shit that, that he was taken out of in the movie apparently because he hasn't seen the movie so he doesn't really know." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and people just took took part of column A and mixed it to part of column B, and they were kind of two separate thoughts. Huh. Um. So he's is going to continue rock climbing, but he's not saying fuck being a part of Warner Brothers. Hmm. 
Okay. Um, but he is upset. He is upset. He is unhappy. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, wouldn't you be happy if you couldn't do, you know, nerd rage anymore? No, or? but he's not unhappy about that. He's unhappy about... Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cut from Suicide Squad. I'm a little unhappy about that as well. And he apparently the the critics have gotten to him as well. Oh, oh, like downing it? Yeah. Like, well, it's fucking killing the box office, so everybody can suck it now. Has no that train has no signs of stopping. Yeah. What is uh, Phil? Shout out to Phil. He's been commenting a lot on on. I haven't been able to keep up with the Nerdish Facebook this week. It's been out of control. Shout yeah. out to everybody that's been participating. But he's been posting a lot of information that I just haven't had the time to read about. Well, he was seeing how bad it was doing. Well, he's talking about the publicity that's being presented as far as the money, but the nuts and bolts of the money, what it needs to make. And he was saying they're not it's it's not as as rosy as it may seem. Well, here's the thing, like now this was a week ago I saw some of that stuff. But right now the twelve day total is two hundred and thirty three million in the United States. Uh the twelve day total for Guardians was hundred and eighty eight million. Now I don't know what God uh, Guardians made. I mean, cost. I can look at it right now. All right, so Guardians cost 170 million. Um, uh, Suicide Squad cost 175 million. So five million more. Thus far, um, it's uh, Suicide Squad is 100 million away from overtaking Guardians totals. Guardians made 333 million. So I mean, like it's beaten out Ninja Turtles, which was successful. In August, you know that was 125 million bucks. They only made 191 total, and that and they they made a sequel to that one. Man, I'm surprised that wasn't a flop. And and they're talking about like the the second week drop was like 67 percent, right? But that weekend was astronomically high. Well, that's like, what he says though. He says all these number ones are fine. Yeah, but here's the thing. It's like, all right, okay, yeah, there was a 67 drop versus a 55% drop, but that first weekend was so huge of a weekend. Like, yeah, there's of course there's going to be a drop if it levels out to to what, you know, it's still doing fair for. You know what I mean? You, know, you see what I'm saying? Like, right. if you're He's expecting about 700 million being what it needs to make. They're saying seven that's worldwide. 750 million worldwide. He, that's what he's saying. He's saying They've already made they've already made two hundred thirty three domestic, mm-hmm. all right. Um, worldwide, it's already made four hundred seventy seven million. And I guess he's saying that it needs to make seven hundred million, and he's not seeing that happening. I don't know. It's only been out for two weeks, man. He said again, all these number ones are impressive, but show me the money. Suicide Squad is going to have to have at least five hundred fifty million after this weekend to have a hope in hell of hitting seven hundred million. I still think it's going to barely limp past six hundred million, maybe six fifty if it has legs. I'm looking at I'm looking at right now, total gross is for domestically is two thirty three versus Guardians, which is the closest equivalent that we have, right? Seven million within the same budget, same theme, same rating, you know, same younger comedy type thing, right? Mm-hmm. So opening weekend it did hundred and thirty three Suicide Squad. Guardians did ninety four. All right. Um, average day is 31,000, uh, opening percentage of the total that weekend was 57. So it's a huge, it did huge that first weekend. Um, it was in, Guardians was in for 175 days, that's 25 weeks, right? 
Oh, this is this this is interesting though, man. He because he's got some shit to back this up. What's that? So and also, this is not being released in China either. So so so, uh, so Keith and in, in, like so far, it's made a huge amount of money, and it hasn't been released in China. Comic Book Dork said it's 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 made its budget back already in one week. I think it's doing fine, and will continue to do fine. Phil says no, it didn't. That's not how box office profits work. You need to take the production budget and add the advertising budget for the total budget. Then you have to take the ticket sales and cut them in half. The rule of thumb for ticket sales is split around 50-50 between the studio and the theater, less for foreign markets. But let's ignore that to make the math easy. Suicide Squad needs at least 750 to 800 million to make a profit at the box office. It's not even halfway there going into its second weekend. That's not a good position to be in. Another rule of thumb is that movies tend to make about half of their total run in the first week at the box office. Suicide Squad is sitting around 325 million going into its second weekend. That indicates to me that its final run will be somewhere in the range of 650 mil ish. That was before this weekend. This Correct. weekend it did well. But that's a. It's al- it's almost five hundred, dude. It'll, it'll be five hundred million before the end of this weekend, before the, this week. And then he says, if Suicide Squad hits at least eight hundred million worldwide, it will be considered a success. However, industry insiders I've spoken to since the story originally ran tell me even at around seven hundred fifty million, the movie can make a profit following merchandise and home video streaming sales. Yeah, of course. That's a lot of money to make, though. I hear you. I hear you. I think it'll be fine. But to watch that, if, well, watch if, pretty close. If but Guardians, I want to thank if, I want to thank both uh, Jody and Phil for their comments because it was interesting. Some of the articles that they were posting about it to read, like because he, like Phil, was posting articles from like everybody else is posting like comic book resources. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's posting articles from Business Insider on how Suicide Squad is actually doing prediction wise. Yeah. You know, and, and Business Insider, like all the all the financial trades. Or thinking it's going to not be successful. It's uh, it's already ranked number two for top August opener. Right, but the the, the what, what, the point here is that the rankings aren't necessarily what counts. I I hear you, I hear you, but it's still. Because I mean, theoretically, I mean, when, Blair, Witch, when, Blair when, Witch could have the thirtieth biggest opening, but make when was that? Money. When was that conversation? When did that conversation take place? Before last weekend. Yeah. So last, I mean. It, it it's it had, it's had another. But what did it weekend. do after the second weekend? I mean, it's at it's at worldwide right now. It's at four hundred seventy-seven million. Right, and he said maybe it would be at five hundred million. So he he's kind of his predictions are kind of on the money. Yeah, but that if if it was at five hundred million, that would be good, right? No, mm. because he's saying that like the you know because everything has to decline, right? Like, yeah, you know, everything goes down. Yes. You know what I mean? So playing the odds according to this according to business and so let me read this the good news for Warner Brothers latest DC combo movie is that it will make a lot of money its opening weekend but what happens after this weekend will decide if it succeeds blah 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 uh, I'm trying to find I almost want to go see it again <laughs> Suicide Squad can match that kind of success Warner Brothers is opening the film domestically in 4200 screens but again the long game is the question mark I think it's going to be all right. I think the fact if, that it's, it's and, still, and this it's is, still this is from this is from Business Insider. If Squad hits at least eight hundred million worldwide, it will be considered a success. Yeah, I know that. I know that. So I that's a that's a large chunk of money, well, man. Before the movie came out, they said that it needed made seven hundred fifty million. So to not be domestically, I mean, uh, uh, internationally. 
Worldwide. Yeah, worldwide, whatever. Um, I think it'll be all right. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's number one. It was number one last weekend. It beat out whatever else came out that was garbage, um, apparently. Yeah, let me see what the weekend box office numbers are. Oh, Jason Bourne. It beat out Jason Bourne. It beat out Star Trek. Um, I think it's got something else coming out this week to deal with. Oh, it beat out Sausage Party. So that was the other big thing. Have you seen Sausage Party yet? No, I would like to. Yeah, we might have to go see that. Yeah, I'm up for it. I heard it's getting some some racial backlash over something. I don't oh, know really? what. I don't I don't know what it's about. Um, but it will be interesting because I think the animated format for adult films mm-hmm. is something that needs to needs to be a little bit more mainstream. You know? Yeah, I'm up for it. So I don't think there needs to be uh, any more bullshit about that. So. All right. But that's interesting. Interesting stuff. It is. Um, if, you're, if you're a wagering man, what do you think? I don't know, man. Like, after two weekends, they got to make at least, they got to make about what they've made already. After I mean, it's going to be in the theater for 25 weeks. You know what I mean? So they're at, they're at 477. I mean, there there is a stiff decline. Don't get me wrong. But Yeah, I think it's going to be tight. I think it's going to be tight. I think it's possible, but I think it's going to be tight. I think that, that it's, it's that word of mouth that's killing it. Yeah. So have you have you got any other feedback from anybody else that's seen it? No, I have. You know, I haven't been out much. Actually, uh, a couple people at work that saw it actually liked it. Good. But you know the big complaint that everybody had? What's that? Not enough Joker. Yeah, it's so interesting, isn't it? Yeah. It and it wasn't like I didn't like Joker. It's like oh, I just wish a Joker was in it more. You know what it is, man? It's 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 people that aren't in the know, uh, paying attention to marketing. Maybe, you know, because it was heavily marketed off of the Joker. Yeah. But I think everybody that that kind of knows the the rhythm of things uh-huh. was like, eh, maybe one or two scenes, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And and people that don't understand, you know, the rhythm of that world, were, I guess, you know, probably expect them to be a bigger part of it. It's interesting. It is. It is. Uh, and I think that's it for DC News. My computer's acting slow for a minute, but... Uh, there was one more thing, but I might be wrong. Going back and forth between the notes and something else. We do have a couple questions and stuff, and whatnot. Before the big discussion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before the big discussion. <laughs> uh, also, we got some... Oh, do you want to see something about this... Very dark Joker and Harley Quinn inspired fan. Film. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. I oh, will save that for next week then. Yeah, um, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, it's probably fine. Let's see here. Uh, so question. Oh, uh, this was from Graham. This was a good idea. The the what what is a what is a ten? What is a ten out of ten? Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want me to go first, or are you, do you want to go first? Um. Well, I, I think we should go back and forth. Okay. All right. All right. So I'll give you I'll give you a ten out of ten. Go oh, I was going to describe kind of my thought process with. No, I think I think I think he I think he wants some examples. Ah. Know, to give like so when people are like, damn, they gave that a six. What the fuck's a ten? Gotcha. You know, 
Goodfellas to me is a 10 out of 10. It's um, a perfect film. Shit. All right, Shawshank Redemption is a 10 out of 10. Okay. I would say, for me, uh, Dark Knight is a 10 out of 10. I would agree with that. I'm trying to think. Uh, the only the only thing with Dark Knight, I don't I don't give it a ten out of ten. It's like a nine point five. The only part with Dark Knight, I gotta explain my thinking of it. Okay, if if there's things that pull me out of the suspension of disbelief, it's like having a, a question wrong. So when I say ten out of ten, I'm saying like a hundred percent, like an A, an A plus, right? Like a grade. So there's certain things that start taking points off, right? certain actors or certain special effects or certain plot holes, they all subtract from the total experience. And if there's too many of those things that, that, you know, point out, it'll start coming down to like losing points. Right. Um, so like with, with the dark Knight, the dark Knight is pretty perfect with except people who choose to do It's just, too, it's too much. And the, and the other thing too, and I'll, I'll say this is that like, sometimes there's an initial shock of like seeing something that's so good. You're like blindsided by it and you don't catch it. And like, the more you see it, you're kind of like, Hmm, you know what? We thought that this was a fact, you know, it's kind of like your science test. At one point in time, we thought the earth was flat and we had this marked, right? <laughs> but after we came back and found out it was really round, a sphere, I have to go back and retroactively mark these, you know. Gotcha. Uh, similar. Well, I'm, I'm not here to debate it with you. It's yeah, yeah, that, like in my mind. So sometimes yeah. it, it it can it can change. I mean, go ahead. Dark what, night. What do you got? Oh, man, it's, it's a hard of 10. I don't know, man. Um, like I have a few. Like, I, true romance is a 10 to me. True romance is really, yeah, true romance is really good. Um, I would actually, Pulp Fiction is, is Pulp Fiction is a 10, 10 to me. Um, uh, what else? Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump is not a ten to me, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, Did you hate it? that was that was the original. I think that was the original Funny Finder. Another thing about it. <laughs> it was. It was. I remember the whole um, situation. I watched, I know where I watched it. Yeah, because um, wasn't it a girlfriend of yours who wanted you to watch it? I don't think so. I think it was. Like my, my grandma wanted me to watch it. She was a big fan. What was um, it? I, I think Empire Strikes Back is a 10 out of 10. I think Aliens is a 10 out of 10. Uh, I don't know. It's hard. Those would be the... What do you got? It's hard. Yeah, those would be the off the top of my head 10 out of 10 movies. What about Memento? Um, oof, probably Godfather two. I was, I would say, I would say that Memento is a 10 out of 10. I would say, uh, I'd say Godfather two is a 10 out of 10. I would Schindler's list. I would say, uh, I'd have to watch that again. Saving private Ryan. No. V for vendetta. No, really? but that's close. That's close. Braveheart. Maybe, maybe. I'd have to watch that again, too. It's been a long time. Rain Man. No. Rain Man's a good one, dude. It is. Inception? No. Oh, Dances with Wolves. No. Yeah, man. 
Goodwill as a hunting. ten as a ten out of ten snooze fest. Goodwill hunting. No. Oh, you're you're a monster. And for me, that's an acting thing. Goodwill hunting. Mm-hmm. Anything is well acted. No. By whom? I don't, like, I don't. I don't like Matt Damon's performance. Really? Yep. I think the only time. That's like the best job I think you ever done. That's fine. Huh. Um. Matt Damon. Matt Damon's actually a smart dude. We always fuck around with him. Uh, I, I would say Usual Suspects is a 10 out of 10. Yeah, that's a good one. That's I would say one. 7 is a 10 out of 10. Yep. I, I would say Fight Club is a 10 out of 10. Yeah, I can co-sign that. Are you looking at your movies now? No, they're downstairs. I'm oh. going over the, um, I, I do have some here. Let me look through any of these. I don't know if any of these are 10 out of 10. You know, Straight Outta Compton might be a 10 out of 10 for me. I do want to see that. What about, really, what, about really mon- what about some of your monkey movies? Ooh. I don't know if I can give any of them a 10 out of 10. I can get there. There's some nines to be thrown around in there, but I don't know if I can give any of them a 10 out of 10. Um, let's see here. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to do this on air because I'm trying to think and talk and not leave dead space. Heat. No, I don't think I could give really? that a 10 out of 10. Yeah, I love heat. I love it. It doesn't mean I don't like it. What? I like, I like heat a lot, but I, see, th- see heat for me, like heat, for those that don't remember, Tombstone. too young. Tombstone. T- Tombstone, I'll give it 10 out of 10. Okay, all right. Heat, Heat for me was, all right, so that movie was marketed on like Al Pacino and Robert De Niro back together, sharing the screen for the first time, I think. I don't even know, yeah. And like that's how it was marketed. But the amount of time that you actually see the two of them together is very limited, and I remember being bummed by that. Really? Yeah. Huh. I think they're only together once, maybe twice. No, they had that one conversation in, in yes. the end bit. Yeah, and then the end bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but off the top of my head, uh, maybe Transformers '86 movie. I might give it ten out of ten. It's a good movie, man. Um. And I think that might be it. Off the top of my head. What about you know? some new stuff like Mad Max? No. The new one? No. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. See the only Star Wars one you're giving us to Empire? Yeah. A perfect 10? Yeah. I'd probably give the first Saw a 10 out of 10. Yeah, that was good. That was really good. Was really uh, I'd good. give The Exorcist probably a 10 out of 10. Okay. Um, Back to the Future, a 10 out of 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, E.T., a 10 out of 10. Uh, Hook, a 10 out of 10. Ugh, 2 out of 10. Well, you're, it was the last time you, you haven't even seen it recently, man. No, I haven't seen it recently, I, but Some I really... Magic. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Uh, I, I can, I wouldn't debate it. I'm, I'm not a huge Indiana Jones fan. I know, it's okay. Not all of us are perfect. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not, you know what, I'm not one for the swashbuckling adventurer. No, you poor soul. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, uh, Black Hawk Down, I would give it 10 out of 10. Yeah, that's good. Um, but yeah, okay, so I think that's good enough. Yeah, do you, do you want to describe your methodology, like in your mind, how you, uh, you rate these movies? For it, me, there has to be, like, uh, characters that I give a fuck about. Okay. Uh, so it's like me, I, I start off at 100 and take away, you start off at what and add, right? Would that be safe to say? Uh, yeah, probably. 
I, like I, I start I start at zero and you have to earn it and you start at a hundred and had to have it taken away. Yeah. 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 I, I I'm I'm fair. I'm I'm good with that. All right. Um. So you're the positive one. <laughs> no, I'm the negative one. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, you're adding and I'm subtracting. Yeah, but I I uh, walk in I walk in. You gotta I, earn it. I know. I know. Yeah. I'm just, I was being. I would slide. say that, uh, like the the replay value has to be really high. Okay. To give it ten out of ten, like all the movies that I name for my ten out of ten, like I can watch them all day, every day. Um. But like, uh, acting has to be top shelf, and the story has to be top shelf. The characters have to be interesting. I think that that is at its key. Like, and then there's like little nuances. Like, it has to be it has to have memorable moments and. Yeah. And stuff like that. What about Ghostbusters? Yeah, I'd give that a 10 out of 10. 89 Batman? No. What would you do that? Um, probably uh, 8. Is that is that 2016 rating or is that 2019 rating? That's 2016 rating. If I, was, if I was 8 years old, I'd probably say I'd probably, everything was a 10 out of 10. 11. All right. What, uh, what about you for a ten out of ten? What does it, it take for you? Like I said before, like you know, it. it I, I've got to be lost in the movie. You know what I mean? I, I've got to have some. You know, there's got to be some peaks and valleys of of the emotions. You know, like, you know, things that you have to care about somebody. You know what I mean? Like they, if they get me, and I care about what happens to them, or I feel their pain, or I feel their agony, or I feel their fear, or their hope, or whatever. Um. That that's that's the big the big thing that has to attach me to it, and there's aspects of it, like I said before that it, it you know how long do they suspend disbelief, if you know bad acting bad writing plot holes things that I have to sit there like for example Shawshank Redemption I think is like probably a perfect film in my mind. There's nothing in that movie that I have to sit there and question about any aspect like my, my brain is trying to figure out like the logic behind something working or not working you know mm-hmm. like everything it's a seamless story about this th- that movie could be 100% factually actually happen and and you could say yeah probably and everything that was 100% like there's a magic camera following around this guy in his life you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of what I want and when you start when shit starts to, to fuck up and I start asking questions um, in my mind that's what detracts from it you know, um, and and then like, also, there there's something in and like it's kind of like, whatever that Supreme Court justice said about pornography. He's like, you know, I, I don't know if I could tell you what it is, but I know yeah, when I, know I see, when it. I see it. Um, there there there's a, there's something nowadays that the modern movie world, it, it's like shameless product placement plugs and 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 doing things for doing things' sake. Uh-huh. I don't think it's, it is in the original artist concept of what they're trying to express, you know? Uh-huh. And I think in, in the marketing machine, something is lost. And if that is too, if that is too much for me, that'll pull me out as well. You know, like just the oversaturated of like, let me open up this Heineken, you know, next to my Ford Mustang while I go fight the bad guy. I'm just like, okay, that's just too much. Right. It's just too much. Uh, we do have other questions. What's that? Um, let's see here. All right, so we did that one. I'm trying to find it. 
I know there's some. One was from, here we go. All right. What do you fellas think? This is from James C. Okay. What do you fellas think about the Department of Justice's report on the Baltimore police? You're welcome, Skullface. <laughs> I haven't read it. Have you? Uh, no, I, I haven't. I haven't read it either. All I know is there's. <sighs> do we really want to get into this? Probably not. <laughs> All right. Let, let me just say this. Here, here's, here's the here in my opinion is the issues. Okay. We we have constructed a society, of, of stats, right? And we and we actually had a private conversation about this not so long ago. It's kind of serendipitous that this is uh, that we got this question. And so, if if you were putting on to somebody, like you need to justify your job to me, justify your existence, well then there's gonna be a certain amount of energy and time, that's manufacturing justification instead of doing a job. Okay, and and so nowadays we don't necessarily have community policing like a guy walking the street, knowing his neighbors, uh, you know, knowing the people of that community, them, them knowing that officer, feeling that they can confide and wanting to build their community. There's this adversarial thing that goes on, and the nature of that, the nature of making law enforcement a business, or making um, the criminal justice system a business, or making prisons a business, is that in business, it's all about the bottom line, right? Yep. And once you make that switch, there's kind of no going back, and you're and you're owned by the entities that are born out of a business structure. And and I've and I've had this conversation. I don't know if it's on this podcast, but it's almost like when you build a company and the company has a board or whatever, that company kind of becomes like a pseudo organism, right? It has different parts that goals are is to make that organism keep on growing. And it's, and it's bigger than the sum of its parts because you can fire everybody on the board or fire the CEO and somebody else will step in and take the place and the organism is still growing. It's like Coca-Cola. If Coca-Cola, the shareholders come and fire everybody on the board and put a new CEO there, they replace all those people. And those people who were once like we are Coca-Cola, but they're not. And then somebody else comes in and stands up the same organism, and the organism starts to continue to grow and do whatever. And unfortunately, a lot of these, you know, the policies that exist today just really don't help communities grow. It, it just, it's very oppressive, and it causes all these problems, and you have, you know, generation of problems, and then it's people fighting people, you know? It's the cops have got to be on guard all the time. The community doesn't trust the police, because the police are out there to get numbers because there is crime happening. And, you know, as people are more oppressed and, and, and they'll, they're willing to go to further lengths to try to, to, to survive. And then, you know, the, they don't have time for ethics or morals or, you know, self-actualize and the community just kind of start to rot, you know? Um, and, and so am I surprised by any of this stuff that happens? No. Um, but it, it is interesting because I do think it shows a flawed, philosophical system or I shouldn't even say philosophical system it shows a a system of of thinking that is is just not true no matter how much you you want it to be and that's kind of like this you know big government nanny state that we kind of live in here in Maryland um well I was gonna say man the um like that video that I shared with you yeah like um 
we had a brief kind of conversation about and it's this this guy driving around he's being interviewed and he's an ex Baltimore police officer and he he's the guy that like whistle blew or whatever mm-hmm. and the thing that he said that really resonated with me was it doesn't matter where you patrol it doesn't matter what your kind of area that you're responsible for is you have numbers that you have to meet and those numbers are dictated by your command and your command is being given those numbers statistically by politicians so as long as the objective at the end of the day is to meet those numbers, and most of those numbers require putting people, uh, man hours in jail, yeah, then then you're never going to be able to be seen as a servant of the community. You're yeah. always going to be seen as you know the cowboy. Oh, you're serving a community, just We're, not that community. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, James also asked, he said, so I had this Batman toy as a kid. Don't think it had articulation besides rotating shoulders. However, it had this grappling hook uh, on the shoulder, and you pulled it out and hung it on something, and I would pull the toy up like it was climbing. I fucking loved it. Yeah, what, was the shi- what was the shittiest toy, but you loved playing with it? Oh. For me, man, it's that first wave of Toy Biz uh, X-Men figures. Yeah, that was good, man. Like They were terrible, but I played... I mean, till the wee hours of the morning with those things. Couldn't be stopped. I mean, I want to say the Batman Returns, I probably had the most playtime of anything else. I remember that, like, Bat, Bat Missile, Batmobile that I had. Uh-huh. I went through, like, four of them. Because um, they had some kind of problem where the sides wouldn't stay on. And Oh, uh, the, the Bat Pod? Like the, yeah, you push yeah. the button on the top, and the, the sides would shoot off. The sides would shoot off, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for the Batman Returns set, I, I probably had the most play out of those and anything else that was that was great times and there was one there was one of the um the uh technobot the thing was afterburner the or lightspeed the motorcycle that was afterburner afterburner uh, for whatever reason maybe that was lightspeed no i think it was afterburner i don't know the third party name is turbo ejector <laughs> i mean now i gotta look it up technobots i just find me a picture gotta look it up Transformers Afterburner. Yes, it was Afterburner. That was a motorcycle. Yeah. Um, the anger. Yeah, man. For whatever reason, man, there's this one that was him, and there's a way I transformed him. Like one knee was one one leg was knee bent, and one leg was straight out, and he would do some kind of awesome looking flip. You know, <laughs> and I just used to do that little maneuver over and over again, dude. I love that toy. Um, I did like my Metroplex too. I remember I got, I got Metroplex, but it was like an open box. Mm-hmm. Like it was all missing, all kind of, like it didn't have any of the, like the big guns. It was all fucked up, you know, like didn't have like the little, there's like a little car dude that came with him. Never, I never knew anything about that life, man. Right. Um, I didn't have any of the stickers. I mean, the box was just like this half open and basically all I had was Metroplex and, uh, I still love the hell out of that thing, man. Um, that was kind of like my pride and joy. Even though it was all fucked up. So. Um, and then we got a, a question from we got a couple of questions from Chris. He said, "Okay, if I can be fair and honest and true with myself, <laughs> I'm drinking on a Friday night and have a rhetorical but albeit serious question. What if? Yes, what if TK421 stayed at his post in A New Hope? 
Yeah, man. Think about it. Up until then, the Empire had Leia captured, killed the Jawas, killed Owen and Beru, and destroyed Alderaan. Only, everything was going according to plan. Basically, when TK-421 left his post, everything went to shit. <laughs> it's kind of like a butterfly effect. Yeah. Uh, I think eventually Vader would have uh, felt their presence, like at least Obi-Wan's, maybe Luke's, and just gone on the Millennium Falcon and just fucking slaughtered them. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Um Hmm. That is interesting, man. Yeah. I wonder what happened to that guy. TK421? I yeah. don't know. That that would be a fucking awesome fan film. Like you find out like that you find out that guy is fucked up a couple times. Uh-huh. Like it was that like he's the one who accidentally <laughs> hold on, wait, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. He's the one that actually put in the wrong number and the fleet came out of hyperspace too soon and Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> right? And like he's the one who also like put the orders in for the Emperor's quote unquote best men, but it wasn't the best men. He sent down somebody like like he sent down the fucking F troop. You know? <laughs> that would be so good. Oh, that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Um, what else could he have done in, in some of the new stuff? No, just wanted to see episode eight. Oh. Chris also asked, uh, good on you for all you've done this. Oh, he said, he said, he said, good God, man, good on you for all you've done this past week. My question to you is this. With all the reviews, two separate podcasts, the artwork, Family Life, and your 9 to 5, do you ever relax? Do you feel like you're burning the candle at both ends? Uh, you can answer on the podcast if you wish. Uh, and then thanks for all you do and all that stuff. Um I do sometimes I've been able to get a little bit more done because I've been on, on paternity leave. So I've been able to crank out more stuff, but I, 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 I like, I, I don't really necessarily, the, the time that I relax is seven thirty to 10 o'clock till I go to sleep. Usually like I, I sit down with my wife, we watch a movie. Like that's my relaxed time, and that's why, like, if anybody writes me or whatever, like, they notice, I mean, they may not get a response during that time. It's because I just chill the fuck out, and sometimes I turn off my phone or whatever. And, but usually I have a pretty good method of 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 kind of juggling it all. Like my 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 equipment is antiquated, so it takes me a long time to render video. So while the video is rendering, I'll get something else done, you know. And I just have a I just have a method where it's like a constant like production line of things happening so like this is being filmed while this is rendering this is uploading while this is recording this is this podcast is going on while this video is being promoted or whatever whatever and it all just kind of it all just kind of falls it all just kind of works itself out yeah the, the, the hardest part is keeping up with with all the responses on all the different social media platforms that's that is the most challenging like especially like instagram because instagram only keeps track of 100 notifications so like anything, like I might turn on my Instagram at the end of the day and it just says 100, oh. I, but I don't know, like I'm missing comments, I'm missing follow notifications and all that kind of stuff where I can't like go back and, you know, answer or whatever, unless I go through every picture looking for the comment. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the stuff that, that ends up kind of falling through the cracks, but it's all good. There it is. It's all good. Um, and then, let's see what else. Bottom of the what if barrel. Skullface is still a doll. Is is it still a doll if under the, uh, 
if under the clothes, it is a, by your definition, action figure, a six-scale Marvel Legends style, if you will. Yes, it is still a doll. Like the, the, the Mezco uh, 112-scale figures that are coming that are completely clothed, still a doll. Just like every Marvel Legends is a doll. No, different. In a different. <laughs> they're all dolls. They're different. <laughs> no, they're not. They're dolls. Oh, they are different. Yes. Mm. The Spider-Man and the Hulk are different. But they're both dolls. Mm. One is one. One of these. One of these things is not like the other. Yeah, Spider-Man's red and the Hulk's green. No, one of these has. Little, they're little, they're, di- they're different one of these characters. Little, That's why one of these has them. little little cute outfits. You can put them in, and the <laughs> other one, is just, it's just as it is. Still a doll. Let me make sure that we don't have any more. I got some hate this week. Oh, do say. Curious to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um. Second, fucking dumb cop. Oh, fuck's sake. Uh, one said, <clears throat> "This is a pretty good one." Uh, I, I guess in a video I was talking about kibble, mm-hmm. and they said kibble. Dot dot dot. It's not a dog food. It's not dog food, you fucking moron. <laughs> so that was a good one. <laughs> And then someone else said, if someone is interested in watching a real review from someone who is not biased or a colossal, arrogant asshole, here's a link. Fuck you, dick face. <laughs> what video was that on? It was on uh, Omnigonic Spinout, the the shitty Sunstreaker. Oh, that's old though, right? Yeah, but you know, they they, they don't limit themselves to just new ones. Huh. Interesting. Fuck you, dick face. I love it. All right. And then we have uh, Star Wars stuff. But before we get into Star Wars stuff, uh, we do have oh, – because we got to get into this Rogue One bit. We should probably just go ahead and get into that first. I think we should talk about Kenny Baker first. Okay. Well, let's talk about Kenny Baker, and then we'll get into Rogue One. Does that sound fair? Sure. Kenny Baker uh, passed away at uh, – he was in his 80s. I'm not exactly sure. But, uh, you know, it's fucking rest in peace, dude. Yeah. Thanks for entertainment. Thank you for my childhood. Yeah. And fucking sounds like the guy was pretty classic. Did you read any, like, like the, the public things that people have tweeted out, like from Carrie Fisher or Mark Hamill? No, I did not. Dude, so the Mark Hamill one, like, it was cheesy, but I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, it made me tear up a little bit. Oh, uh, what did he say? He was just like, you know, total class act, total professional, loves having around. He was the droid I was looking for. And I was like, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know, man. I know. Uh, Yeah, I can get you right in the feels, bro. Yeah, no doubt. But anyway, man, like, uh, you know. I heard he was quite a party animal, though. I've heard that as well. He loved the cruise ships. <laughs> Love the old cruise ships. But sounds like he was a real gentleman. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to that dude. Yeah. yeah. 2016, man. Just dropping like flies. Yeah. At least this dude lived like a full life, you know. And and to be, you know, like, you know, like I, I think he has some health conditions on top of you know, his stature and everything, so. I wouldn't say you lived a full life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's horrible. Spe- 
Speaking of horrible, let's have a word from Gary. <laughs> What's that? Speaking of horrible, let's have a word from Gary. All right. Gary, Gary, he's so red. He's so angry. He's so mad. Gary, Gary, he's so rude. He hates what you love and he hates you too. And that's our Gary. I know I've been gone a while. I don't even know if this is going to um, make it in because I, I know I'm on the naughty list because uh, I haven't entered any, any logs lately. So, but... This is, uh, this is something that's uh, that sparked my interest in, uh, well, or sparked my disinterest, however you want to put it, but uh, uh, uninterest, whatever the hell the word is. But um, Rogue One trailer. I, I know I tried to stay away from it. I tried to look away every time it came up, and, and you know, I, I promised I wasn't going to poo-poo on everybody's excitement, you know, and, you know, I said I was done, and I am. I'm done, but, you know... Here we go again. You, you, you see the casting and you're like, oh my god. What is it? What is, what is it with the fascination of of the people who make Star Wars and, and and tiny British chicks? You know, like like what is it? What is it with the fascination with British actors? Period. With the whole Star Wars thing, you know, like so so when you saw when, when you saw the build up in the original movies of how the how many people lost their lives to get these plans like this is what everyone envisioned right when you were a kid like you know fucking fu- juno that's that's who fucking that's who did it that's who fucking took on the empire and got the plans you know and, and then and then you hear a speak and you know it's just you know get all power it's like if you're so fucking hellbent on putting a fucking female in the lead to to, to get these plans you why don't you put one in that could that that will that will sell it? You know, I mean, I, you know, I will I'll watch Serena Williams all day long in spandex taking on the Empire. Fucking uh, yes, I will buy that. You know, I mean, even even with a with a glowing tennis racket makes more sense to me than this annoying little fucking thing. Uh, it, like uh, put 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 that actress I don't even know her name in the room with uh, with a stormtrooper alone and see how long that scene should last realistically. You know, but you know they'll write it, and they'll put it in, and it's it's selling. Hey, she can do it. It's girl power, and who cares? You know, whatever, man. I fucking care, okay? Because it doesn't make sense. Political correctness has fucking killed even Star Wars now. This, the, the things that they put in to fucking sell and, 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 you know, and then she comes out, women are ruling the world now, and, 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 and it, you know, and it, it, it should reflect it. And, like, has anyone seen the state of the fucking world? Oh, my God. Like I said, if you put Serena Williams in a room with fucking Darth Vader... I'll eat some popcorn and watch that. I, I, li- I like her chances. Now switch it out for the fucking for the fucking person they put in this spot. And what, what, how long is that fight gonna last? How long? How many fucking times? I mean, nobody's gonna talk about these movies. Do you understand? Nobody's talking about Force Awakens anymore. Nobody's talking about it. You know, every the only time they talk about these fucking movies is when the new, a new trailer drops. Once the movie comes out and it, and it filters its, its way through, it's done. Nobody's talking about fucking any of the new Star Wars movies, starting from the prequels down to fucking uh, to Force Awakens or Rogue One. The only reason why people give a shit about Rogue One is because we because Darth Vader's in it. So stop putting annoying throwaway fucking people in the leads that nobody gives a shit about. She's not, she's not selling it. And then she starts talking and it's even more fucking annoying. God. 
It's space. Americans should be fucking winning it. Oh, God. All right, I'm out. Uh, you know what? He's got some valid points in there, man. As always, I, I love that. Uh, it's space. All right, let me let me tell you a little story. Americans should be winning. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. All right, so there, there's a new show coming out this fall. It's called Pitch. Have you heard about it? I have not. Let me tell you about it. So it's about this female, um, who uh, makes it in the major league baseball to be a pitcher. All right. You know, and like give her like Jackie Robinson's number or Jackie Robinson's number plus one or something. She's African American female. I don't think I don't think that her race is necessarily and the the issue as much as is her gender. You know what I mean? So, woman playing baseball, right? Seems fine, right? Sure. Okay. Seems like seems like good fun. Seems like good fun. Here's here's the here's the the issue, right? I'm ready. All right. So, how fast do you think the average baseball is thrown by a major league pitcher? Oh, I'm not sure. Take a guess. You used to play baseball. Yeah, but I, I, I'm, you know, I'm not good you, with numbers. You, you've seen major leagues. I just have. Get, just give me, give me a speed, man. What do you think? Uh, 110 miles an hour. All right, 93. 110 is pretty, pretty fast, right? 93, right? Is the average speed? Guess what the 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 Guinness Book of World Records speed for a woman throwing a baseball is the fastest. What's that? I want you to get it. 93? Uh, uh, 70. 69 miles per hour. That was pretty close. Yeah, it's pretty close. But it's like, like here we are. You know, Bobby, I love you so much. I want you to be a bird. I want you to be a bird so much that you fly. So go up on your roof and jump off of it because you can fly. <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean, th- yeah. this is the world that we're living to. It's like, it's like, uh, it, unless she has, you know, some mutant shoulder gene, that's the only reason, the way that she could throw a baseball. Like, there was something mechanically different than every other woman woman on the planet. And it's just like, listen, I, I don't care. I'm not going to watch the show. I don't care that the show's there. But it, it just gets to a point where, you know, like, I, I, think, there should, I think there should be a TV show where a man... Gets pregnant, has a baby. <laughs> I think we need to have a TV show about that. I think that needs to be the next thing. I, I want, I want the right to have babies. Right. But you can't have babies. You don't have the womb. <laughs> nah, doesn't matter. But it's just, it's just dumb, dude. It's just, it, it, it's, it's establishing this narrative that there's something wrong with everybody else, and and and. Men are bad because women can't play baseball and it has nothing to do with fucking facts. With physics and the rules of the goddamn universe as we know them. You know? It's nothing to do with that. It's because men are evil people. So. But Um, he's got some points. He's got some points to aspect. Like with the the rogue one, we can get into that. But um, I just want to add a little bit about about whatever. My... My... my biggest thing with that is that like the reason why i love that rant so much is because i'm not sure if he's more upset that it's like a young seemingly frail female uh-huh. taking on the empire yeah or that she's british <laughs> a little bit of comedy is that the girl from my my girl i don't know look it up i don't think so looking it up right now she does kind of look a bit like juno she's not juno I but she, I, I see why he made that connection. 
That the, the fun the fact that he said Juno and it's not Juno is funny as shit to me. Yeah. Um, but continue. Uh, your, well, if your, I find out, find out first. Now you now you got to have us all in with bated breath. Yeah. Um, Plus, I don't feel like I have your complete. Here, here we go. All right. Why do you always need my uh, Felicity? Jones? Well, for, well, for the for, for the for the conversation of the Rogue One trailer, we do need it. She was in the uh, Amazing Spider-Man. That's Felicity. All right, let's see what she's done. Back in the nineties. Really? When, so, when, summer. when did that movie come out? Which one? Um, my girl. Nineties. Uh, she's, she's in Doctor Who. Of course she was. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it, well, I mean, it's just like if you're in, if you're British, and you're a female actress. You're in Doctor Who at one point. Oh, really? I mean, if you're British, you're in Doctor Who at one point, it seems. Gotcha. Every, every Doctor Who I watch, it's always... Uh, she was born in 83, so she's our age. Um, so, okay. Nothing noteworthy? Nothing noteworthy that I see. Okay, so, the Rogue One trailer. Okay. Thoughts, comments, curses, concerns? It's fine. Dude, I love the it's music. Fine. The music is music. good. The music is good. It's, yeah, it's they, my it's 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 the my favorite thing of the trailer. I can easily say. Um, they definitely did. Um, all right, let me just get this out. So it looks good, you know. But again, it looks super good, and that's my problem with it. Like everything looks better than everything else Star Wars I've ever seen. Like like everybody's grungy and dirty. Like like Saving Private Ryan, grungy. Like all the spaceships look super cool. All the shots look super cool. Like it just it's it's not it's not Star Wars and I'm scared for that and I'm not and it's not like oh Adam you try something different blah 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 I'm not gonna fall for that twice um but I, I'm just I'm concerned with it concerned I'll tell you the um gonna happen it, it, when it, Forrest Whitaker says this world is, is tearing itself apart mm-hmm. I don't think he's saying that figuratively okay I think that this world that he's on is literally falling apart. This world that's supposed to be this like Jedi worshiping like temple world. Okay. And I think that when the, you see the X wings flying through like like the wild terrain at the end, I think that's on that world tearing itself apart. Also, like I think that's going to be a big part of this movie. I also think that when the Tie Fighter raises up in front of her, mm-hmm. that it's probably one of her cohorts piloting it. It's uh-huh. not like it's not like her taking on a Tie Fighter. Yeah, I don't know. I like there, there's not enough movie. Like, like the one part that I'm upset is like the blind Asian guy using the force, kung fu master. Just too, that's that's super. His acting if doesn't you, seem solid. Just in the trailers. Here's the thing: if you go into a dictionary and look up the term two on the nose," there's a <laughs> picture yeah. of that scene. Several yeah. pictures. You'd flip it real quick. And I think he's also played like uh, blind, chi- like Asian. Yeah, he's like, he's Itman. Yeah, no? but like, I, I love the way the Star Destroyers look, and I don't think they look like new. I think they look like they came right out of Star Wars, like the scenes in space, like yeah. that Star Destroyer. Like it looks model esque to me. Okay. Um. 
And the same with the Death Star. I couldn't really pay attention because everything else is so super cool. Like, the super cool is blood everywhere. So. But I think that the, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm worried about that actor. The actor playing the, 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 the Ninja Master. Really? Yeah, like, it just seemed like very forced. The droid seems awesome. Yeah, like, he's, but he, like, there's another thing. Like, he does, look, he looks awesome. He looks super cool. He's a super cool droid. I don't think he's a super cool droid. He's, he, no, he's like, he's like, he's, he's. He's big. He looks like he can throw down. Like he's imposing. He looks competent. Not a Star Wars droid. The only competent Star Wars droid That's in the whole true. Star Wars universe is R2-D2. That is a fact. BB-8 too. Okay? Super cute, bumbling little droid. Actually, I think uh, so is uh, EB-99. There's a lot of competent droids in the Star Wars universe. I'm, I'm being facetious. Yeah, but I think there's more competent droids in the Star Wars universe than This aren't. droid looks like if you put him on Earth, he would like take over. This, remind, this droid is like... If he wanted to, he could be the star of a horror film about an AI monster. See, but he reminds me of the droid from Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic, the one which that is wants to kill you. Which yeah. yeah, which is which is one of my issues because my my issues with this new Star Wars universe is that it's just the EU reimagined. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. Instead of Jason Solo, it's Kylo Ren. Instead of Jaina Solo, it's Rey. Instead of uh, that old droid, I forget his name, HK-47, I think was his name, it's this thing. Yeah. Like, instead of Thrawn, it's going to be some admiral in this movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, white it's, cloak it's, that looks like Thrawn. Exactly. Except he's a white like, dude. Exactly. It's like, yeah. it's, it's like, like, why not just do the EU then? Why not just, like, like make the EU books like a, like, oh, these, the books were tales of these true events. And then you can, like, wander a bit off of those events. Yeah, it's crazy. That's the problem that I have with it. And then the little Darth Vader bit at the end didn't really do much for me. Yeah, that was that was too little, too late for me. I mean, it's yeah. it's okay, you know. I like here. This is where I'm at with it. If they came out to me and said, "Hey, guess what? We're releasing the movie right now," I'd be like, "Hey, cool. I got something to do next weekend." If they call me up and said, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna release the movie in two years," I'd be like, "Oh, look, I got something to do in two years." <laughs> <laughs> I, like, um, I just don't. I it, it's it's it, it, at this point it feels like any other sci-fi movie in that type of thing. That but like all right, the movie Arri- I just saw a preview for the movie Arrival mm-hmm. with, with um uh what's it, with Lois Lane, okay, Amy Adams, and also uh, Hawkeye's in it, Jeremy Rayner. Uh-huh. Um, and it's like these giant you know, you know pill-looking machines come down and stop and humans are trying to make contact with it so basically she, this woman's a linguist and she's trying to figure out how to communicate with these aliens um way more what looks more interesting to me than star wars right now because i have i have no idea what's going to happen with it right? I, I can't i definitely can't say that i have no idea what's going to happen with it i don't know what the aliens are looking like I mean, it's like it's a, it's a little tease it's a little drama in there i know the actors in there are pretty decent actors it should be a, a pretty entertaining, entertaining film probably going to go see it in the theater maybe maybe not doesn't matter but like with this it's it's all right well i know this is going to go you know if, and, and, and like it'd be one thing if i heard it at the hear and then like you know vader coming into, into focus or something give me something excited but dude who the fucking I, I don't look at the back of vader's head are you serious the bat the back of vader's head after the fucking the, the logo scene and he's looking at some crazy looking star maps I don't want to see that. 
That's like that's almost insulting. Like, give yeah, me some I, Vader. I, I gotta say though, Vader's not the allure for me with this movie. Vader's the only thing that Vader's the only thing that. All right, I don't need this movie, right? Correct. I don't. I, do you do you even think you need this movie? I don't need any movie. Okay. All right. <laughs> but I want this movie. But I, I, yeah, okay, yeah. Like I want this movie because it it if it does well, it opens them up to to do some additional stuff in the Star Wars universe. Like I, I you know, like maybe some some good Han Solo films, or or you know, we'll get some films with with you know Luke like Castaway <laughs> sitting on that island by himself. <laughs> See, but you know the thing is, like I don't feel like here's the thing with this, like I, I'm. I'd be, I'm worried about Han Solo movies. Do you know what I mean? Like, if this, if, if like, I don't like this, like, the great news is, it doesn't matter. But if I like this, it's like an added bonus. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's my, my, my stance kind of with the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, know, I like, I love the, 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 the fire in the shot at the ATAT. Yeah. Like, I love that. Like, I think that looks awesome. That and cool. I, I also love that, like, a very, Stephen Private Ryan. Yeah, as 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 they told us to expect. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that. Like they're gonna. A lot of this is dealing with that planet Jedha or whatever. That's supposed to be like this. You know where this Force cult is. Okay. And like the the Ninja Master is supposed to be like a member of the Force cult. But yeah, that see, w- I don't know anything about that. Is that is that confirmed? Uh, it's rumored. Okay. Um, and this Force cult is the same cult that the guy that's in Force Awakens is a part of. So Old like it man. just. Yeah, so it builds that world up a little bit. The old you know man that mean? dies at the very beginning. Yeah, Lord Santeca. Okay. So it just helps build that world. So like, I, I like, I, I don't think there's nothing about this that looks that says it's going to be bad to me. Like, I'm, I'm. It, it'll probably be fine. But I think that, um, the, I think they waited way too long to put this trailer out. Yeah, I'm. I am worried. I'm. Yeah. I'm more worried of the ramifications of what's going to happen with this. Um, and and the rumor is is that the second trailer is supposed to be the quote unquote dark one. Okay. Okay. So we'll see. This one didn't feel very happy. No, I agree. I so, agree. I thought this one was pretty bleak. Yeah. So that 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 kind of even piques my curiosity a bit more, to be honest. But yeah, I, um, do you want this one to be edited like a traditional Star Wars movie? The, you mean with the, the wipes and stuff? Yeah. No, I don't care. I don't care. I, I, like, like right now, my main, like, the main thing that's doing it for me about this is the music. Like, I think the music is the, like, mu- the music is is spot on. Yeah, it's sp- and like the thing is, is like if this guy, like this sounds like a guy that could pick up the reins once Williams leaves, which has been a concern of ours. Yeah, I mean, like, who's gonna handle that? And whoever doing it now, like this trailer, sounds like he could do it. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, also related to that, we have a date for Force Friday for this year. Here we go. Which is What's September 30th. You're working. September 30th. Let me just check. You're working. I, I, I just checked. Oh, of um, But I will be there, and supposedly they're going to have Black Series Rogue One Wave, uh, which I will be picking up the whole wave. And probably, I would imagine, oh, they're going to have a Rogue One Wave ava- available in November. Um, and that has... The New Hope and C3PO and some other shit. So, um, yeah, I'll be there with bells on. Yeah, I gotta work. I'm getting tired of this whole working thing. Yeah, me too. I need to get independently wealthy. 
I'm actually surprised I'm not working. I usually work every time something good happens. I hear you. Um, so then we have Lando Calrissian. Yeah, man. What's his face? Well, yeah, Don, uh, with Donald Glover. Glover. Yeah. Is, is, is Not to be confused with Danny Glover. Danny Glover. But I, I think he would do a great job. Yeah. Yeah, he, that'll work. I don't know if maybe he's too old, but I don't. I, it doesn't I think strike he looks, me. As such. I think, I mean, he's a young man, and I think he looks the part. Right. I just mean next to that other guy, the guy that's playing solo. Huh. Yeah, you know the guy that's playing solo. I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I've seen a couple like shots of him, like photographs, um, and some people have done some creative, like, uh, you know, Photoshop. Mm-hmm. And like, nah, it works. That works to make it happen. And some great news. John Williams has started work on episode, episode eight. eight. Make it ha- make it so, number one. So it still seems as though... I, I think he's going to do nine as well. I hope I, so. I don't, I don't think he can stop. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, it, nothing would make me happier. Yeah, I wonder how, how difficult of a, of a work schedule that is for him. You know? Yeah. I mean, part of his process. Uh, I I would be inter- I would be interested in like seeing a a documentary film about John Williams' process, like yeah. going through that. Be that would be entertaining to me. So, but there's no commitment. There's no word that he's doing all of it. You know, he may just still be doing some whatever, like you know, like like creating the general themes and then kind of passing it on. Like, there's no word on his commitment. It just, it's at least promising. Hmm. And uh, the episode 8 3D, I mean, episode 7 3D release. Yeah, some additional cutscenes. Additional cutscenes, director commentary. This irritates the piss out of me. Didn't I call call this? I'm pretty sure sure I called this. (laughs) But it's fucking frustrating. I'm pretty sure I called this. Uh, I know it doesn't sound familiar, but maybe you did. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to go back and listen. But uh, before we get into the finer details, uh, there's an image. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to read off the. I mean, are you going to get this? No. So hopefully the, the, you can get it on YouTube or something. You can watch the uh, commentary. Yeah. I mean, which I probably won't be able to. But uh, yeah, it's just like they're going to have tons of new shit and. Can't, I don't want to watch it on 3D. I don't fucking want to watch. I don't want to watch TV while I'm wearing accessories. <laughs> don't want this shit in my life. <laughs> I'm so, I'm actually kind of shocked the 3D has lasted this long. Me too. Um, when did Beowulf come out? So audio commentary with J.J. Abrams. Enter the mind of a visionary director. Blah, 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 blah. A folly, a sonic tale. Folly artists consisting of old pros and new talent unite to bring the world of Star Wars The Force Awakens alive through the matching sound to action. Sounds of the Resistance. Hear how the epic sound design of Star Wars The Force Awakens moves in Star Wars Legacy Forward. Deleted scenes. View never before shared scenes that didn't make it to the film's final cut. Dressing the galaxy. Costume designer reveals how the costumes of the original Star Wars movies were re-envisioned for a new generation. A scavenger and a stormtrooper. A conversation with Daisy Ridley and John Boyega. The two new stars shared the thrill of working together, which is all the exclusive Target shit. So if you bought the fucking DVD like I did from Target for the exclusive content, no longer exclusive. It'll be on this as well. Yeah. And then all the classic bonus features. Nice. Fuck them, man. 
Well, looking at here, I, I, I believe Beowulf, the CGI Beowulf, the Angelina Jolie was the first um, 3D movie I saw. It might have been Avatar, but it's 2007. Um, so it's been around for almost 10 years, dude. Been around for 10 years. I don't think it's going anywhere. No, it doesn't seem like it is. No. But I don't much care for it. I hear you. I ain't mad at you. Um, and then we got some, that does it for this week, but we did have some more, uh, questions. No feedback, like a uh, five star. Oh, yeah. Just a few. And they are as follows. All right. Well, just, just while you're following, finding that, um, uh-huh. I did find that we are on Google play somehow, some way. I don't know how to get there because I got there someplace. So, um, if you guys who are into Google, you know, do us a favor, share it on your Facebook or something so other Google people can find it, and then hopefully. But I don't think you can give a, a thumb, a five star review on Google Play. Oh, okay. So we have got zero of those. We got as much <laughs> as you can get, as much as we can get on Google Play. Um. Okay. So from, uh, we got one says my keyboard privilege. Let me start off by saying I loathe the Apple format. Loathe. Like Bobby hates an onion. But I can't let that stop me from writing a review. It really helps you out. But let but enough about me. Let's talk about me. I love this show. It has given me hours of stimulating enjoyment, so I owe it I owe it to you guys to do this. I look forward to each and every episode that comes out on Wednesday, Thursday. Who would have thought that two dudes could have enough meat, so to speak, to last two to three hours long? Astonishing really. So thank you, Adam and Bobby, for what you do in all your formats. And he's out. Sweet. Yeah, that was very kind of him. And a lot of Nerd Rage references in there, I might add. Yeah, man. And then 28. You can, tell, you can tell he's a true fan. Yep. Real talk about all that matters. This show is always a great listen. Rambles with a great flow, solid opinion, and great discussion points. So thank you. That's from 30 Tricks. And then the last one from Butternuts, his review is, it's fine. fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I just I have one more thing before we get out of here. You know how like I, I sold all my Master Replicas lightsabers? And I, I kind of regret that because they're worth like stupid amount of money now. I want you to guess how much. You know that hilt that I gave that I, I gave you. Just the hilt. Yeah, that was what Anakin's. Anakin's, yeah. There's one in here that is. Imagine that was stripped. Everything stripped off of it. All right, so there's no grip on it. There's no button. There's no switch. There's no nothing. Guess how much some guy is selling one of those for. Fifty bucks. Two hundred and fifty bucks. Wow. The stripped bare bones. Bare bones. It's crazy. It's crazy. Wow. I know. Anyway, where can everybody find us? I'm pulling it up. Forgive us this week. We didn't have the uh, we didn't have the ability to do it together, to so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. So contact us at facebook.com/slash/nerdragecast, Twitter at nerdragecast, Instagram at nerdrageradioig. And, of course, you guys can email us at nerdrageradiomail at gmail.com. Give us that five-star review on iTunes. Also, now we are on YouTube. So yes, we are. The YouTube channel, and it's because I'm going to it as fast as possible. <laughs> <laughs> and just to give a uh, next week, we have an interview with a comic book uh, uh, writer. Yeah. Like a uh, letterer. That's right. And we have a lot of interesting questions. We're going to start a whole chat uh, in the in, the, in our secret group to kind of ask him because like that, that's just some interesting shit. Like if they're kind of the unsung heroes. Yeah. Um. So we should have a lot to to talk about there. So it's <clears throat> it's Nerd Rage Radio podcast. We'll get the you know slash whatever here soon. 
We've only got like 32 subscribers since so the other one we had, I guess, for whatever reason. But we're going to start putting the podcast on there, guys. Um, right now, there's just a, a few episodes. But check out the Nerd Rage Radio special animated feature, PB&J with me. Yeah. I was going to change the name, but you know what? Fuck it. That'll work. Uh, <laughs> thanks again to Black Phillip who, uh, who helped animate that. Uh, we were we were up until like 12:30 last night, and like he sent it to me. I had to put it in Final Cut Pro, and and then um, actually put everything together. And we had some uh, technical difficulties getting everything linked back up, but we got it worked out. So it was cool. It was cool. Really enjoyed it. Fun project. Yeah, and it's pretty funny. It's there'll getting be, there'll be some, some more to come for that. And it's being received fairly well. Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys, and uh, thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next week, and uh, remember, great tits. Tight dick player.